This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. From Lexington High School on an absolutely gorgeous evening, we've had another beautiful evening tonight for some high school football. It is time for week number five already as we are dead smack in the middle of September, and tonight the Worcester Generals come to town with a 3-1 and one record to take on the 1-3 Lexington Minutemen. Hi, everybody. Corey Durbin, and I've got my good and faithful broadcast partner back, Nick Lazier, as he uh, it seems to like there's a pattern going. He comes to a game, and then he's off for a week, and then comes to a game and off for a week. Now he's back again, and it'll be nice to have him back with me tonight. And... Uh, doing stats and all the all the things that make me look good. Uh, but we are uh, just a little under eight minutes to go until kickoff already of week number five of high school football. And like I said, Worcester coming in three and one. They beat Orville week one. But Orville, not your typical Orville uh, this year. They're a little bit down. Uh, Worcester lost to Wadsworth by 28 points, but then they went on to beat New Philly and Madison last week. And, of course, Lexington coming off their first win of the season last week. They beat uh, Mount Vernon right here, 30-7, to and almost had the shutout. Mount Vernon ended up scoring with uh, 27 seconds left. They kind of threw almost what was a Hail Mary, basically, and uh, caught it in the end zone and broke the shutout up. But other than that, Lexington looked really, really good last week. And I think it's important to note as well, uh, that touchdown at the end was against Lexington's second and third string defense. So their starting defense last week looked really impressive, uh, especially coming off of that loss at Clear Fork. So it was good to see Lex bounce back and Hopefully they can take that momentum now and carry it into this week against a, what is always a tough Worcester opponent. And uh, Austin Holter in his second year now as the Worcester head coach has the generals rolling as always. Although by the end of the year, you know, we may look back at this Worcester team and, and, and think, you know, this isn't the typical Worcester that we're used to. They are – uh, it's hard to say this about a three and one team, especially when it's Worcester. But for their standards, they they are probably down just a bit this year, um, and we'll see how that plays out as we move throughout conference play. Of course, they go to West Holmes, or excuse me, they host West Holmes next week. So we'll get a sense of how good Worcester really is next week, uh, and hopefully, Lexington can send them home with a loss tonight. As uh, we are. Just under six minutes to go. We're still waiting on both teams to take the field. Uh, but, Nick, of course, you weren't here last week, but Lexington dominated on the ground with Markel Martin, the freshman. I'm sure you saw his highlights. You saw his stat line. And then A.J. Young did a little bit of everything last week, and that's what you have to have uh, if you're the Minutemen to continue winning. Uh, but they get Carter Newman back tonight as well. Yeah, I mean, especially you got to ride the momentum. I think you got to stick with that freshman in the backfield and – I mean, ride the hot hand until they can stop him. But having Carter back more so on the defensive side of the ball is going to be huge because, I mean, offensively, yeah, he brings a lot of explosiveness. But defensively, I mean, he flies around and he, and he hits people. So it'll be good to have him back on defense. And, I mean, you, you just got to keep A.J. rolling. It was good to see him get a lot of confidence last week, had the interception, made some plays on the ground, made some through the air. So it was good to see him do a little bit of everything and kind of get some confidence coming back home and, with a tough game against Worcester, you got to have all the confidence and be ready to play. Yeah, in fact, uh, Lexington has not beat Worcester 
in the years we've been doing this. So this is one of the teams that VSBN personally owns a little bit of a, a karma to, and hopefully tonight we can get that. Uh, just an absolutely, I mean, I know I've said it, but what a great Friday evening for football. We have not had any rain this year yet. No lightning delays, nothing of that sort. It has literally been perfect every single Friday evening so far. And uh, here we are in week five. Of course, Andrew Saris getting his first win as a football head coach last week. And that's always got to feel good. I was texting him a little bit after the game last week. And, man, he was so fired up. And, uh, you know, it's 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 tough because Coach Saris, you could argue, one or two plays go differently, should have gotten his first win as a head coach back in week one at Ontario. But Lexington has done a, a nice job to, to continue to grow. And then, you know, everything kind of came to fruition last week against Mount Vernon. And it'll be interesting to see how this young ball club carries over some momentum after a first victory. Worcester has brought probably the biggest band in the OCC, I would say. They fill up an entire section on the away side. Let's just put it this way. There's more band members from Worcester here than Worcester fans. The away side, not nearly as full as uh, a Worcester crowd would usually be for whatever reason. I mean, it is just a beautiful night. Worcester's 3-1. and one. Not sure where all the general fans are tonight. And it's funny. I think whenever we call games over at Worcester, it's always packed, but they're always dead yes. silent. They they do not get loud. Yeah. They don't get up yep. for games. They are just quiet. They're just kind of there. Yeah. So, I mean, they could be the rowdy ones that came out this week Maybe. Tonight. Maybe. Lexington has a pretty good crowd tonight. Uh, it is, uh, what's it called tonight, Nick? Lex the, Leaders. Yeah, the Lex Leaders night here at Lexington, which means there's like 450 girls from the ages of first grade to sixth grade down there learning how to be cheerleaders and that of course brings all of their parents to the game a huge student section student section this year for lex has really been consistent mm -hmm. and they've been good showing out to every game home and away and uh great crowd tonight i think it's going to set things up for an interesting night as we are about two and a half minutes away from kickoff, uniforms tonight brought to you by BP Electric. You can learn more about them at bpelectricofoh.com. Lexington going with their typical home jerseys, the purple jerseys with gold letters and numbers, a little bit of white trim as well. But tonight, a little bit of a different look. They're going with white pants with the purple jerseys. And they're all white with a block L logo on either hip. So pretty uh, clean white pants, no stripes or anything on those. So purple jerseys, white pants. They've also got those new white helmets with the player numbers on the left side, the vintage Minuteman logo on the right side of the helmet, and the purple and gold stripes down the middle of the helmet. And the Worcester Generals tonight going with their all-white road uniforms, and those are the same type of uniforms Mount Vernon brought in here last week. So maybe Lex just has a thing for beating up on the white unis. Hopefully that's the case. Worcester will have uh, – well, they're still not out here. Did they have blue letters and numbers, Nick? I think so. But where, they, does, where does Worcester come from now? I don't the, know. But there's a minute <laughs> until kickoff, and they're nowhere to be found. Because since the school got torn down, I don't know where the visitor locker room is now. They might have to walk a mile to get here. So Worcester will be in the all-white uniforms, white jerseys, white pants, blue letters and numbers, a little bit of gold trim as well. And uh, they've also got 
the Worcester logo on either side of their helmets. They've got white helmets as well. So the purple and white versus the all white. And with less than a minute till kickoff, Nick, your keys to the game tonight for Lex to stay undefeated in conference play. Ah, uh, well, uh, from I don't really know that much about Worcester, but I know one thing, they're going to be physical. They're going to be big. They're going to be strong inside. So, I mean, I think Lex really just has to kind of own the line of scrimmage tonight. If they can own the line of scrimmage and play their game and piggyback off of last week with the running attack, uh, I, I think, I mean, that'll, that'll pay dividends as well. But then you got to, once, once, because you know Worcester's probably going to key the run a lot more than they typically do. Uh, you you got to hit Fogel outside. You got to hit Craig outside. And maybe even see uh, Carter Newman line up outside like we saw him last year and uh, try to get an easy one. But yeah, I mean, you, you got to keep the, the Worcester defense on their toes. Yeah, it is interesting, Nick. Now that you've, I mean, it's one game, but now you, you've kind of found, I think, your running back of yep. the future. So it will be interesting to see if. Uh, they'll move Carter back out to the wide receiver spot, the leading receiver coming back from last year. And I want to make one correction. Worcester and their all-white unis with the blue and uh, letters and numbers, just like I said, but they actually have gold helmets. So they're bringing out the gold helmets with a uh, navy blue or a, I guess a royal blue stripe down the middle of their helmets. So purple and white versus all-white. White home helmets versus the gold Road helmets from Worcester. Worcester actually came out quite late. We're about a minute or two behind here of when uh, the kickoff should have happened. Should get a delay a game for that. It'd be interesting yeah. to see. Well, and from what it looks like, it looks like Worcester's going to be kicking off as well. Well, the maybe. referee has been standing with the football for, I'm, I'm not even joking, for those of you listening at home that aren't here, it's been a good going on two minutes. The referee's just been standing down there waiting. Lexington actually was breaking their huddle realized Worcester wasn't here yet and got back in their huddle. And now the Generals will take the field, and as Nick said, Worcester will kick off. And Jacob Russell will kick it off for the Generals. He's got it teed up on the 40, but he's going to put it on the near hash. He's going to bring it all the way over here to the near hash mark and kick it off. Typically, you see players set it up in the middle of the field or even the far hash, but not many of them bring it over here to this near hash. So Worcester will kick it off from right to left as we see it. Lexington will receive down in the south end zone. They've got Jamarian Fagan and Jackson Windham back deep. Markel Martin up at his 20 to return. And Russell has it up on the tee, and we are just about set for kickoff on fearthevillage.com. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. It is a short pop-up kick down the far sideline. Connor Neinschwander takes it, 25-30, and he's going to be hit and tackled at the 30-yard line. And the Minutemen will set up with pretty good field position at their own 30. With the sun shining brightly tonight. Here in about an hour, though, it'll be going down those trees over there just west of the stadium. Cross over on the away side. And the Minutemen come out first and ten. Carter Newman out there. He's going to be the tailback to start the game tonight. A.J. Young going to go in the pistol from the 30-yard line. He's got two wide receivers off to the left, one to the right. A.J. waits and takes. 
He's going to give Carter Newman first carry of the game off the left side. He's got a little bit of room, gets the edge out to the 35, but I think we're going to have a hold right away here on the Minutemen. So that one will come back. Well, even though that run is not going to count, Nick, it's good to see Carter get the edge the way he usually does. And that holding penalty will be on Matt Sheets. So it'll set up a first and 20 now. Back at the 20. And this is one thing you can't do against Worcester. You cannot get behind the chains. You got to move the football and keep the penalties down. Three wide to the right, one to the left. AJ in the shotgun this time. Takes the snap. He's back. He flings it down the far sideline. He's got a man, and Braden Fogle tried to one-hand it with his left hand and bobbled it and couldn't bring it in, but that was close. I mean, that was a great ball there from AJ, too. Really only threw it where Fogel could make a play on it. So, I mean, great position. Uh, Fogel is unable to bring it in. And Worcester did bring a little pressure there. That's going to be something to watch tonight because Worcester, they've got a little bit of a deeper roster than Lex. So, if they can wear Lexington's line out early, that could definitely make a difference late in the game. Lexington going to really have to – as hard as it is to say, because they're behind the chains right now, they got to stay ahead of the chains, keep the clock moving, and keep the football as long as they can. Second and 20, A.J. Young in the shotgun again, takes the snap, fakes a pitch. He's going to run left. He's going to get two. Now they'll give him three. It's going to set up third and 17 at the 23-yard line. Now we've seen that a lot in these first couple weeks, a lot of QB keepers from A.J. Uh, definitely, he looks definitely more comfortable running the rock than opposed to that first game. It looked a little shaky, but he's definitely found his, found his groove, I think, running the football a little bit, and it's, it's good to see it. Shelby already with a 6-0 lead over Marion Harding. It's third and 17 here. Lexington with the football on their own 23. A.J. Young in the shotgun. Three wide right, one left. Carter Newman on his right hip. A.J. takes the snap. He's back. He's going to pump fake. Now he looks up the middle of the field. It's caught. Cam Krago's got it. He's out to the 45. He made a one-handed grab and got the first down. What a catch by Krago, and only he could have made that catch because he's got such a long wingspan. Any other receiver, and that would have been out of his reach. And A.J. even had some pressure in his face. Good job there from Carter to pick up the blitz on the outside, but... Yeah, like you said, great catch from Crago, one-handed, and A.J. had a great effort to get the ball out there. So Lexington out of a hole there. It was third and 17. They get the first down out to their own 45. A.J. Young will be in the shotgun again, two wide to each side. He sends a man in motion. They will give a jet sweep off the left side, and it's going to be blown up. And actually, thankfully, getting back to the line of scrimmage is D.J. Johnson there on the little sweep. He could have easily lost five yards there, but he got out of the first tackle and got back to the line of scrimmage, second and ten. So Jackson Wyndham now will come in for D.J. Johnson and bring the play in. 9.50 to go, first quarter, no score. Lex on their first drive of the ballgame. Two wide receivers to each side again. A.J. Young in the shotgun. Carter Newman on his left hip. He takes the snap, flings it out far side. He's got Wyndham. He's going to make a little move on the far sideline and just couldn't break the tackle. He gets three. It'll set up third and seven, but he was an ankle tackle away from, I won't say he would have taken it to the house, but definitely could have gotten the first down over on the far sideline. But 
cornerback over there. Looked like uh, Anthony, Anthony Sines just got a hold of his ankle and held him up. Yeah, they only gave him two yards there on that, on that little catch too. So third and eight. This is the second third down already the Minutemen have faced. They converted on the first one. Two wide to each side again. A.J. Young in the shotgun. Third and eight from the 47. Takes the snap. He's back. He's facing a blitz, and he's going to go down way back at the 32. Big loss there as Worcester brought the heat on third down, and now the Minutemen are going to have to punt. Yeah, it seems like Worcester's been – they've been bringing pressure every snap so far. And, I mean, for the most part, Lex has been doing a decent job picking it up, but, yeah, A.J. just unable to get out of there on that one. So the Minutemen do kill some clock. They move the football a little bit. They could have really flipped the field position there had they not taken a sack. But now, unless A.J. can boom this one, Worcester's going to have pretty good field position. A.J. standing back at his own 17, awaiting the snap. He takes a good snap, and that's a pretty high, good spiraling punt. Great punt for A.J. Caught back at the 28 and slipping and falling up at the 30 was the returner, and on the return there was Hayden Meese. 5'9", sophomore. A lot of young guys on this Worcester roster, not typical for the Generals. They usually have a ton of seniors. Just kind of glancing across the roster tonight, it looks like they've only got five, six, six seniors, I believe, for Worcester. No, seven if you're counting the one on the back. Yep. But, yeah, that is uncharacteristic. They're normally very experienced when they come out and play. So first and ten, Worcester will start at their own 30. In the shotgun, Luke Snowbarger. Also a standout on the basketball floor. His dad's the coach. And he's only a junior. Snowbarger in the pistol. Takes the snap. He'll give up the middle and squeaking through a hole almost out to a first down, a gain of nine there. And that was Seth Chamberlain, one of the seven seniors on this ball club. Only 5'7", 170, but he squeaked right through that little hole there. Minutemen have had really good run defense this year, including last week against Mount Vernon. But really consistently throughout the year, Lexington has gotten beaten through the air, but typically... Very stout on run defense, but Worcester able to gain eight there on first down. Second and two, Snowbarger in the shotgun. Excuse me, in the pistol this time. Takes the snap, fakes the give, flings it out near sideline. He's got a man and just enough for a first down. And on the catch there, that'll be Caleb Scott. And he'll pick up four, maybe five. And they only needed two, so Worcester gets the first down out to their own 44-yard line. Man, and Scott is just a massive tight end, 6'5", <laughs> 230. Golly. Took a couple of minute men to get out there and bring him down. So first and 10, Snowbarger back in the pistol, too wide to the right. He's got a man behind him. Tailback is going to be Chamberlain again. First and 10 from their own 44, Snowbarger. Takes the snap, and the Generals moved early. That's going to be a false start and a loss of five yards. So that's good news for the Minutemen. Let's see if Worcester can handle being behind the chains. Yeah, I bet you that left tackle probably thought he, he probably had to come up around off the edge, pulling yep. off from that's exactly all the way across. He He's like, I got to get a head start on this snap. So the good news is for Lex, that first drive killed some clock, and now Worcester's just kind of stalling here. So there's already under seven minutes to go in the first quarter. That's what you want if you're the Minutemen. You want long drives and not a ton of points from Worcester, obviously. 
As it's first and 15, Snowbarger sends a man in motion, but they'll give. Chamberlain is going to be stopped. No gain, and it's going to set up second and 15. And there's that run defense that we're so used to seeing. Yeah, it looked like Camden Boozer flew off that right edge and made the play in the backfield. Sophomore has looked really good this year. Boozer, Caudell is a freshman. I mean, you got some really good young guys on this defense. Uh, and then you've got the guys that are like Crago and Fagan, who are the seniors, kind of mixed in there, helping the young guys learn. Second and 15, Snowbarger sends a man in motion. He's in the pistol, takes the snap, flings it out, and DJ Johnson. I don't think he saw the ball coming because – he was the only person in the area that could have even made an attempt to catch that football, and I don't think he saw it. So early on here, Nick, it looks like Worcester's pass game is not what it typically is. Yeah, Snowbarker's kind of – he's got a weird release back there. He kind of really, really winds it up before he throws it. But, yeah, it looks like there's a little bit of mis miscommunication out there with the receivers. They kind of got tangled up with each other. Well, here we go, third and 15. Lex could get a big stop early here against Worcester. Snowbarger in the pistol, two wide to the right, one to the left. He's got the snap. He's back. He's throwing. And it is through the hands of Jamarian Fagan down at the 40. And that was the second throw in a row, and I think we might have a late hit here on the Minutemen, but that was the second throw in a row. Hopefully a hold. Uh, oh, a face mask. Unless... Well, we're going to have a roughing the passer on the minute, man. It looked like they were out, out of trouble there, and now they give them 15 yards and an automatic first down. And that was the second pass in a row, Nick, where Snowbarger put the ball only where a minute man could have caught it, and I and it went right off the shoulder pad of Jamarian Fagan. He might have even hit his helmet on the way by. <laughs> Ashland with an early 7-0 lead over Mount Vernon. That game over in Ashland tonight. West Holmes and Madison going at it, no score, and all the way out at New Philly tonight. Mansfield Sr. and New Philly scoreless in the first quarter. Got some ton of Moak scores coming in. We'll get you those in a minute. First and 10, Snowbarger in the pistol. Two wide to the right, one to the left. He's got Chamberlain in the backfield and gives it to him. Off the left side, he's got room to the 40, and he's tackled from behind down near a first down as he gets... Well, he might have gotten the first down, actually, based on the spot, and he did. He got 10 and a half yards. And the two big runs he's had on this first drive have both right, just been out to the right to the outside, and he just somehow gets around the minute, man. He cannot run up the middle. There's nothing there. Uh, Ontario and River Valley tied at seven early on. Whoever loses that game is probably out of the Moak run. Whoever wins is still in it with Clearfork. First and 10 from the 36. Snowbarger in the pistol sends a man in motion. They'll give it to him. A little sweep off the left side. Minutemen, though, have it pretty contained out on the near sideline. And Michael Howman Williams will get the carry there for, looks like, two. Second and eight coming up for the Generals. And it seems like, Nick, every single play, Worcester's bringing on three, four, five guys off the sideline. I mean, there's no way they're going to get tired tonight. No. I mean, look at their sideline. It's just stacked. 
Snowbarger, second and eight in the pistol. One wide to each side. He's got Chamberlain as the back. He hands it off to him, and he squeaks through a hole, and he's going to get another first down all the way down to the 20-yard line. And a gain of 14 for Chamberlain as he just kind of He's like a mouse running away from a cat there. He well, just kind of yeah. squeaks his way through every single tiny little crevice he can get through. Well, he reminds you about the he reminds you of the running back from Clear Fork. I mean, yeah. they're they're the same size, they're just as shifty. I mean, they just yeah, like like you said, they just kind of sneak around and get positive yardage. So Worcester just kind of having a slow sustained drive here. 420 to go, first quarter. It's their first drive of the game. Snowbarger in the pistol again, two wide to the right, one to the left. First and ten, they'll give to Chamberlain off the right side, and he tries to cut this one back. He does get five yards. The Minutemen meet him there. So at least as far as this first drive goes, that's actually a win for the Lex defense as far as containing Chamberlain. Second and five coming up. Worcester down to the Lex 16. It's unbelievable that at this rate, each team's only going to have the ball once in this quarter. I mean, the clock is just flying right now. This is going to be one of the quicker quarters of the season. Each team's only had the ball once. Worcester has it second and five. Snowbarger in the pistol. He will fake a give, and he's going to throw it out to the tight end. It's incomplete. And that one was to Caleb Scott out there in the right flat, and Snowbarger missed him. Well, it's interesting because this isn't – the offense we're used to from Worcester. Worcester yeah. typically, I mean, they always have athletes everywhere outside. They just really air it out, and then they run. But it looks like these guys, they're run first, and then they're mm-hmm. going to try to run the play action, try to catch Lex uh, sleeping, but unable to convert there on that second down pay. Now, just what we saw in warm-ups and then what we saw with the opening kickoff, I'm not sure that uh, – Worcester has a good kicking game here. So third and five, this could be a big stop for the Minutemen. Snowbarger takes the pistol snap. He's going to give to the up man, and he's bottled up. He might have even lost a yard. That's going to set up fourth down, and getting the carry there was Michael Howman-Williams. So the fullback there took the carry, and now they are going to try to send on the field goal unit, Nick, but I I don't know. I How many times am I wrong about these things? Usually I'm pretty spot on. We'll see. Oh, they could always fake it. You never they know. could always <laughs> fake it. I would be ready for that. It is on the far hash mark, too. So they'll set the ball down right at about the 23-yard line. This will be a 33-yard field goal from Jacob Russell. Snap is a little high, but they get it down. It's blocked. It's blocked, and the Minutemen can try to pick it up, but Worcester gets on it at the 31, and it was blocked, but Russell slipped there on the kick. Yeah. And I think that's why it was such a low kick. He slipped. And then he just kicked it right off the Lex defense. Oh, big stop there from the Minutemen. Well, I didn't see who got that block, but there were a couple of Minutemen that just kind of came right up the middle there. And like I said, Russell slipped. His left foot, his plant foot, just slipped right out from under him. He got the kickoff. Yeah. But the Minutemen blocked it straight up in the air. That thing probably went 30 feet in the air. Nobody really knew what to do about it. uh, Briar Miller was under the ball, and he just kind of looked up at it, didn't really know what what the – well, I mean, what to do there. So, uh, But I mean, great job from that Lex defense, able to get a stop. No points up on the board for Worcester. So Lex will take over with no score. A.J. Young in the shotgun, takes the snap. He'll give Carter Newman off the left side. He's not going to have much. He might get two over on the far sideline, second and eight coming up. 
But this is exactly how you would have wanted this first quarter to play out if you're the Minutemen. Worcester's only had the ball once. They have no points, and we're already under three minutes to go in the first quarter. This, this is how upsets happen. Second and eight, A.J. Young in the shotgun. Two wide to the left, one to the right. Markel Martin in there now. They will give it to Markel. The big freshman's going to be hitting the backfield, and he will get back to the line of scrimmage. No gain there for the freshman on his first carry after being the Hills Heisman last week for the Minutemen, as nominated by us. Had about 150 yards rushing, three touchdowns in his debut. He hadn't had a touch before that all year. Comes in, does that last year, and tonight only one carry. But the Minutemen have only had the ball once up till now. This is their second drive, and now they've got it third and seven. A.J. Young in the pistol, takes the snap, he's back. He's looking down the near sideline. He's got Braden Fogle who goes up and makes the grab! Down here at the 41, Braden Fogle. A big first down for the Minutemen. And that ball slightly underthrown, but Fogle able to, able to come back and catch the ball over two yep. Worcester defenders. And that's one instance where it's actually a good thing A.J. underthrew him. And now the Minutemen were trying to go hurry up here, and they were caught off guard. And one of the linemen jumped a little early, so that'll be a false start. Minutemen trying to catch Worcester off guard there. Yeah. Man, what a catch by Fogle. Kid special. I mean, he did. A gr I mean, any other any other freshman would have just gave up on the play, but he was able to stop in his tracks, recover back, and jump over the two Worcester defenders and bring it in. And he wrestled it away from yeah. him too. I mean, they the defender kind of caught it with him. Yeah. First and fifteen. AJ Young in the pistol, two wide to the left, one to the right. Takes the snap. Give Markel Martin off the left side. He's going to put his head down and gets three. Out to the 43-yard line. A minute 15 to go, first quarter. Minutemen on the Worcester side of the field with that catch, by the way. So, again, they're eating up that clock. And they're on the Worcester side of the field. And we're down to one minute to go in the first quarter. No score here at Lex. Second and 13, A.J. Young in the shotgun this time. He sends three wide receivers off to the left. Fogle by himself off to the right. Carter Newman, the tailback on A.J. Young's left hip. A.J. takes the snap. He's going to have to roll left. He's running left, throwing left. He's got a man. It's Cam Crago who came back to the ball and caught it at the 30 and then dove down to the 29. He got the first down by a yard, gain of 14. Again, a great job from this Lex receiving core, able to come back for the ball. A great job from A.J. too to avoid the rush out of the pocket, kept his composure, kept his eyes downfield, delivered a strike to Crago. So, 30 seconds left. The Minutemen will have to run at least one play here. They've got it first and 10 at the Worcester 30. A.J. Young sends Johnson, Fagan, and Crago off to the right. Fogle off to the left. Carter Newman the back on A.J.'s right hip. Takes the snap. They'll give Carter Newman off the left side. He stiff arms. Gets out to the 25, and he goes out of bounds at the 25-yard line. Gain of five yards. It'll set up. Now they'll give him four, second and six. And he did go out of bounds, so the clock will stop here. 
So they will have to run another play at least before the quarter ends. Second and six, Minutemen have it at the Worcester 26-yard line. Dreibelbis in the game now. He'll line up at the tight end spot. A.J. Young going to have two wide receivers bunched right up at the line on the right. One wide receiver off to the left. Carter Newman, the tailback, and the pistol. A.J. fakes a handoff to him. A.J.'s going to roll right, throw right. He's got Fogel, but he just overshoots him. And Kayla nearly gets run over <laughs> down there. She, she, I've never seen her run that fast. We've been married over two years. I've been together with her over five years. Never seen her run that quickly. And but Braden Fogel was about to run her over. Well, now look, Lex has to run another play. <laughs> I thought they would have to run one more play, and here we are three plays later <laughs> with eight seconds to go in the first quarter. Well, I'm sure, I mean, All of a sudden six. the clock stopped running. Yeah, third and six. This will, this will probably be a pass as well. So Here we go. <laughs> we could be seeing another play. And now we've got a timeout, an official timeout. Jamarian Fagan is being sent off by the referee. Crago's going to have to come on. Not exactly sure. I don't know. Well, he came over and pulled. I think his, his knee pads weren't covering his knees, and the referee made him come off. Third and six, A.J. Young takes the pistol snap, throws down the middle of the field. It is picked off at the five. And it's going to be returned to the 15, to the 20, and out to the 22. And that is the last play of the first quarter. Minute men were driving. Connor Neinschwander didn't see the ball coming there. Uh-uh. A.J. overshot him, and it was picked off. And it was picked off by Blake Troyer. And that's how the first quarter will end. No score here at Lexington between the Generals and the Minutemen on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Back here at Lexington, where we are just about set to start the second quarter. No score. Worcester has just picked off a pass from A.J. Young to end the first quarter. And now the Generals will have the ball for their second try of the game. Taking a look around the OCC, Ashland's lead has grown out to 13-0 against Mount Vernon. That game is at Ashland tonight. Uh, West Holmes leads Madison 14-0 early on. And New Philly with an early 3-0 lead over Mansfield Senior. The Tigers struggling a little bit the last couple of weeks after they dominated Norwalk and North Canton Hoover. Now they've lost two in a row to Maslin and West Holmes and now losing to New Philly. First and 10, Worcester with the football at their own 24. Snowbarger in the pistol, takes the snap. He will give. Chamberlain going to be bottled up, though, and he's still going to fight for a yard or two. Now they'll give him one. Good job by the Lex defense again there. DJ Johnson was in on that one. Cam Boozer as well, and Matt Dwyer was in there. Second down and eight coming up. They did give him two. 
on the Moac. Ontario is actually taking a 14-7 lead over River Valley. Clear Fork with an early 7-0 lead over Galleon. Clear Fork now looking to be the favorites in the Moac after beating River Valley last week. Second and eight. At the 26-yard line, Worcester. Snowbarger sends a man in motion. He's in the pistol with Chamberlain behind him. Two wide receivers to each side. He takes the snap. He's going to look near side. Got a man, and he caught it out at the 31. They'll give him the 32, and the receiver there, Bronson Morgan, 6'3", senior. And that's going to set up a third down, third and three coming up for Worcester. Just under 11 minutes to go. Here in the second quarter, Worcester at their own 31-yard line. Each team has had the ball twice. Both teams have punted once, and then Worcester had a blocked field goal recovered by Lexington on their second drive, and then Lexington on their second drive threw a pick. Snowbarger, third and three in the pistol. From the 31, sends a man in motion, takes the snap. He's going to look near side. He's got a man, and he overshoots him, and it's going to be fourth down. He couldn't complete it. And Coach Saris caught the pass, and he was ready to take off with it. <laughs> At first, though, I thought the Minutemen were going to jump in front yeah. and pick that off, and I think Snowbarger saw it too, so he kind of airmailed it on purpose yep. over into the sideline. But just for a second there, I thought the Minutemen were going to read that and pick it. Yeah, they, they had one they had one of the linebackers roll underneath the play last second, and yeah, almost they could have picked it off. So now Worcester will have to punt, and they will send back Jack Dossie to punt this ball away. Uh, Carter Newman will be back at the 36 to return for the Minutemen. Dossie barely gets that out of there, and I think it was tipped, actually. It's going to be a short punt, and it's going to be downed at the 39-yard line. So the Minutemen going to have great field position, but I think that ball got tipped. And if it did, that would be the second block that the Minutemen have had on special teams tonight. They blocked the field goal, and I think they tipped that punt. So sets the Minutemen up with great field position at their own 39-yard line. 10-18 to go, second quarter. Minutemen shutting out Worcester. The problem is the Minutemen haven't scored either, but they're hanging in there. They're just really right now trying to play the field position game. Can't take a sack here. A.J. Young sends three off to the right, one to the left. He's in the shotgun this time with Martin on his right hip. Takes the snap. He'll fake the pitch out to Martin. Now he's going to run off the left side, 45. He takes a hit, and he gets a couple extra yards after the initial hit. And A.J. Young will scamper out to the 40. Uh, right at the, what, Nick, 48? Uh, Looks yeah, like it. Yeah. So give him nine yards on first down there. He faked the pitch out to Martin and then had a wide open hole off the left side, second and one coming up. Crestview leading Monroeville already, 28 to nothing. Ooh. Man, Yikes. Crestview continues to roll. Second and one, Minutemen at their own 48. A.J. Young takes the shotgun snap. He's going to look right. Now he's going to run right. Now he's going to cut back up the middle. Now he's going to come near side, and he couldn't get through the hole, but he did get a first down, and now I think we're going to have a face mask, and that'll add some extra yardage to the end of this run. A.J. ran it for three yards. He got the first down and got over midfield, and he lost his mouthpiece, so I think he took a shot to the mouth there. And A.J. a little banged up here. So Dylan Jamison, I'm sure, will be ready if called upon here. 
And what was the official call? Was it a they face? They said it was only a five-yard. Five-yard, yeah. yeah, incidental for sure. I think he was kind of falling down. I don't think the defender pulled him down by his face mask. I think A.J. was just kind of coming down, and there was some incidental contact there. But the five yards helps. And just like that, with a first down run and then a five-yard penalty, Minutemen have the ball in the Worcester 44 yet again. They've already been in the red zone tonight. They just couldn't strike. Three wide to the right, one to the left, first and 10. A.J. Young takes the shotgun snap, and Mark Hale Martin runs it right up the middle, and he is trucked. He got swallowed he there. He got met at the line, and as big as Mark Hale Martin is for a freshman, I would say Tyler Borman, the 6'1", 330-pound defensive lineman, might be just a little bit bigger than Mark Hale, the young freshman. And actually, they'll say he lost a yard. It should be second down. The uh, And a close personal friend of fearthevillage.com a.k.a. Nick's dad, Derek Lazier <laughs> down there, has the wrong down listed, and now he got it fixed. So it is second and 11. The referee's here talking about something. I'm not sure what. They might reset the clock here. So they'll take some time off here. They'll take 20 seconds off of the game clock, which actually isn't a bad thing for the Minutemen. This might be the one time you hear me not complain about time coming off. So it should be set to 8.54. And they get it there. Second and 11. Minutemen ready to go here. They're at their own, or at their uh, Worcester 45. Three wide receivers to the right, one to the left. A.J. Young in the shotgun. Martin on his right hip. A.J. takes the snap. He's looking. He's looking right. He's going to roll right. He's going to throw it away. And it is incomplete over to the far sideline. And Jamarian Fagan was the receiver in the area to prevent that from being grounding. Good decision there by A.J. Third and 11 coming up, though, in the Minutemen. Unless they can get a big play here. Looks like they might. Stall out again as they really move the football tonight well. And it's been like this, it seems like, every week, Nick. The Minutemen have really moved the football well this year. They just have trouble getting it into the end zone. Third and 11, three wide to the right, one to the left. A.J. takes the shotgun snap. He's back. He's winding up, going down the far sideline. And it's bobbled and incomplete. Uh, Jackson Wyndham was the intended receiver, but he was held. And we're going to have a penalty, and it should be an automatic first down unless they get him for a 10-yard hold, in which case I would think it would be a replay of the down at least. And the receiver out there, or the uh, cornerback, was Blake Troyer. And they call him pass interference. He's a 15-yarder. Actually, they'll call that one on A.J. Lakowski. And that'll be a 15-yarder, like Nick said, a first down minute, man. They're driving again down at the Worcester 30. And, Nick, that's so funny because the first couple of weeks, Lexington was the victim of underthrown footballs, and now they've gotten the benefit of the doubt a couple times tonight on underthrown passes from A.J. One Wyndham still almost brought that one in, too. Bobbled it and just couldn't bring it in. First and 10, minute, minute, the Worcester 30. Two wide receivers to each side, A.J. Young in the shotgun. 
He's got Markel Martin on his right hip, takes the snap. He flings it near side. DJ Johnson catches, trying to get up the near sideline. He gets seven yards down to the 23. And a good pickup there by DJ as he was really patient, caught that ball and saw what he had before he made a move up the field, let his blockers get set, and got a nice seven yards on first down. That's all I, was, I was just about to say that was a great job from Cam Crago down there setting the edge and let DJ cut inside on him and pick up seven. And officially they'll give him six out to the 24, so second and four coming up. But what that first down play does here is it really opens up the playbook for the Minutemen. They'll have three wide receivers off to the right. One to the left, Markel Martin on the right hip of A.J. Young who takes the snap, pitches it, Markel Martin off the right side. He's going to get down near the 20, and they're going to mark close. him just outside the 20. He's a half a yard short, as I actually think that the defender rolling him over on the tackle there gave him an extra yard and got him near the first down. Third and one, though, coming up. 7.35 to go in the second quarter. The clock is rolling, and this is exactly what you wanted if you're the Minutemen. Slow drives where you're not going three and out. You're running the clock, moving the ball in a bunch of different ways. No score. And honestly, the Minutemen offense has looked a lot better than Worcester tonight. Three wide to the left, one to the right. A.J. Young, third and one, takes the snap. He's going to keep it. He's going to come off the left side. He's got room. He stretches for the first down. He got it, but we've got a flag. And judging by the way Matt Sheets is responding to the referee, I think might have been on him, might have been a hold. The good thing, though, there is A.J. got the first down, so Worcester's going to have to accept this, and Lexington will have a retry of the down. But the bad news, obviously, is it's going to push the Minutemen back 10 yards. Oh, was it from the spot of the foul then? It was. Gosh. Well, I don't know because. Yeah, I don't. Man, they pushed him back I don't, quite a ways. It was. Yeah, so that's going to be a loss of, what, 12. Yeah. So all the way back to the 33, it's going to be third and 12. A.J. Young in the shotgun. Three wide right, one wide to the left. Markel Martin with him. He takes the snap. He flings it near sideline. He undershoots Mar uh, Braden Fogle, and it's picked off again by Anthony Sines down at the 10. They'll mark him at the 9. So, again, the Minutemen march down the field, and again, I think just maybe a miscommunication again because both times A.J. Young has thrown an interception, the receiver really didn't know the ball was coming. By the time Braden Fogle turned around and saw the ball, that ball was, was already, already intercepted, and he yeah. just kind of had to make the tackle. So I'm not sure what happened there, but the Minutemen get down in the red zone again, and or I guess that time they got near the red zone. They got to the 21, but couldn't come out of there with any points. So Worcester will take over now at their own nine. No score. Snowbarger in the pistol, takes the snap. He's going to give to Chamberlain, who lowers his shoulder out to the 13-yard line. He'll pick up three. And they'll give him the 12. So second and seven. Tell you what, Nick, Minutemen could be up 14-0 right now, and they My would goodness. be looking dominant, which yeah. is not something we could say about the Minutemen against Worcester the last few years, but they've really dominated this game. Scoreboard does not indicate it. 
Two wide to the left, one to the right, and the pistol again. Snowbarger, second and seven from the 12. Takes the snap, give Chamberlain up the middle. Minutemen there, and they stop him. He got a yard, but that was it. Third down coming up. 6.20 to go, second quarter. And this clock is just rolling, rolling. I mean, if the if, if the Lex can get a stop here and come down, they, they got to put some points up before halftime because you know Worcester's going to come out. They get the ball coming out of halftime. They're going to they're gonna want to put points up right away. So Lex really needs to get a stop and a score here before half. So a big third down coming up here, third and five and a half. We'll, we'll call it third and six. At the 14-yard line, Snowbarger brings him out. He's got two wide receivers split off to the left, two off to the right. They get organized here. Chamberlain behind him. He sends him in motion. Now Snowbarger takes the snap, looks, throws, and it's bobbled. And uh, it's caught, but I think they're going to be – oh, my goodness, the referee the gave him two yeah. extra yards. Yeah, that's a bad spot wow. for sure. Ugh. He didn't have control of it until he was back at the 18-yard line. They gave him the 20. You can't give him forward progress until he catches the football, but wow, that was – and the guy that made the call was behind the play, so I don't think he realized the receiver bobbled it there. So Worcester gets a break there, and they get a first down out to their own 20. Snowbarger on first and 10 in the pistol. He takes, he gives Chamberlain off the left side. Minutemen were there, and he still somehow got through there and gets out near another first down. And I think he probably got the first down. He did. Gain of 10 and a half. And Chamberlain, I mean, the Minutemen are just all around him, but somehow Worcester just holds up and creates a little pocket there for him to run through. Yeah, he's just so small. I mean, hiding behind his big O line, I'm sure I'm sure it's difficult to really even see where he's coming from half the time. <laughs> That's probably you true. Know? So another first down, first and ten, Snowbarger in the shot and the uh, pistol, I should say. He will fake the give this time to Chamberlain. Throws out near side a little screen. Plays being set up out to the 40. Lowering his shoulder and getting out of bounds at the 45 was Michael Howman-Williams. And a gain of 15. Out to the 45-yard line. Just a little bit of confusion there as there was really nobody on the edge. And that screen play worked to perfection. Now give him the 46, a gain of 16. And got pushed out of bounds, so clock's going to stop. 4.36 to go in the first half. It is 0-0 here at Lex. Worcester working on a drive of their own here, though. And they've got it first and 10 at their own 46. Two wide receivers run off to the left, one to the right, but they'll give it to Chamberlain anyway. And he's going to fight and get out to the 49, a gain of three. Second and seven coming up. And Worcester almost... At midfield. Uh, Mansfield Sr. has gotten into the end zone, and they take their first lead of the night out at New Philadelphia 7-3. You can check in on that game uh, if you want to head over to GoTigers.com, our sister station here on BSBN Radio, covering Mansfield Sr. And West Holmes with a 28-0 lead over Madison. Second and seven, Snowbarger in the pistol from the 49. He's got three wide, takes the snap, and gives to Chamberlain, though. And Chamberlain going to be bottled up. He got a yard, and that'll set up another third and six. Minutemen defense has looked really good tonight, and they've just had a couple of – they had a penalty at one point that gave Worcester a first down on that first drive. 
Um, they've had a, just a couple of broken plays on third down that's let Worcester extend their drives. But they've put themselves in a position tonight to really put a stop to Worcester's offense and keep them contained. Two wide receivers split off to the left, two to the right. Snowbarger on third down in the pistol. At the 50-yard line, takes the snap. He's being rushed. He has to fling it down the middle of the field, and it's incomplete. Nobody around. And that pressure by the Minutemen forced that bad throw. Yeah, I love love seeing that much that much pressure on third down. Needed a stop, fourth, uh, third and six. So you knew they had to throw the ball. And I think well, it was Dwyer coming up the middle yeah. there, maybe. Well, they brought a blitz off the off the edge, and that caused the line to kind of shift over, and yep. Dwyer was Dwyer, able to just yep. fly up the middle. So that sets up a fourth down right at the 50. So a great job again by the Lex defense to hold with 3.05 to go in the second quarter. Well, maybe they can go get a hand on this punt. It is possible the way they've been in there tonight. This is... And the punt snap is really high. The Minutemen can't get in there, though. It's a bad punt, though. Is oh, Now it's man. actually going to end up roll. rolling into a great punt <laughs> for Jack Dossie. I mean, he barely got that thing out of there, and that thing couldn't have went over 15 feet high, but it took an absolute monster roll for the Generals all the way down to the Lex 13. Man, if Dossie wasn't six foot tall, that snap's flying over his head, too. He had to jump and catch that ball. Well, and it's interesting, too, because on their punt unit, and I, I maybe this is what happened on their field goal unit, the offensive line looks really small. They don't yeah. send out their bigger linemen on those. And that's caused them some problems. The Minutemen punt blocking team, much stronger and more athletic than the Worcester punt uh, lineman on the punt team. Again, though, no points on the scoreboard for Worcester. Another we great go. stand. First and ten, Minutemen will have the football. They give Carter Newman trying to work his way up the middle, and he stumbles out near the 20, gets out to the 19. They'll give him the 18, actually, a gain of five on first down, so a good gain there. And the Minutemen really we want to run the clock here, but yep, try to throw. manage it. Yep, try to get down the field, maybe get into A.J. Young's range. He had a 45-yarder last week. Conditions are perfect right now as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Second and five, A.J. Young backs up into the shotgun this time. Two wide to each side. Carter Newman on his right hip. He takes the snap. He's going to throw. He looks out far sideline. Fogle with a one-handed grab out near the first down. I think he got four. He needed five, so that'll put the Minutemen close to a first down. I'll give him four. Oh, that doesn't add up, though. They gave him three. It's yeah. going to be third down and two. What a catch, though, by Fogle, a one-hander. <laughs> he makes those look easy. Third and two. A.J. Young takes the snap. He's going to run it. He's going to fight his way forward and fall yeah. right near the first down. I think he got get it. it yeah. I think he did get it. Yeah, they're moving him. First down, clock stops temporarily. Minutemen not in a hurry, though. I think if they break a big play, they'll take it. But really, they just don't want to give Worcester the ball back. Right. Two wide to each side. First and 10, Minutemen at their own 24. A.J. Young in the shotgun takes the snap. He's back. He's going to be pressured and sacked before he could even look up the field. And Jamin Walker, 6'4", senior, was in there. It's funny because we said Worcester's only got seven seniors, and every name I've called tonight <laughs> is one of the seniors, seven. Yeah. So now the Minutemen will definitely slow down a little bit. Yeah, you're in no rush now. It's second and 18 
A.J. Young takes the shotgun snap, flips it out to Carter Newman on the left side. He's got some room to run to the 20, to the 25, almost breaks through out to the 30, and he got he got tackled by the last man standing between him and the end zone because with his speed, he was gone. Oh, absolutely. And now Worcester has forced a third down, and now they'll take a timeout to try to get a stop and get the ball back here. That'll be their first timeout taken tonight, and we'll take one with them since we really haven't had a chance to take many timeouts. 105 to go in the second quarter. No score here at Lex on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is Lexington Minutemen Mason Green, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. 105 to go in the first half here at Lexington, and a score that... Uh... Not 100% positive I thought we'd see right now. It's 0-0. Zero zero. Minutemen and generals. Lexington has a third and five at their own 29-yard line. Let's see what they do here. They've got two wide receivers split off to each side. A.J. Young's going to be in the shotgun. Dreibelbus in there on his right hip. A.J. waits for the snap and takes it. He's back. He's looking right. He's got a man. It's Jamarian Fagan, but just throws it outside of his left hand on the sideline there, and it's incomplete. And that's one of those, Nick, where you either run it and make Worcester call right. a timeout or you try to get the first down and put it into the half. Yeah, because, I mean, it looks like he was – Jamarian was going to be short even if he caught that yeah. ball. So, uh, yeah, it's a tough it call. There, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly, because now you just gave Worcester a free timeout essentially. Yeah, and they've got two left officially, 101 to go in the first half, and now the referees – they're going to have to move the ball back here yeah, in the yard. They set it down on the 30. It should be on the 29. A.J. Young is going to punt this ball away. Man, I bet Worcester, I, I'd imagine they'll come for this one. So if I'm A.J., I just get it out of there, keep it a low-line driver, maybe get a good roll here. A.J. standing at his own 15-yard line. It's a pretty good snap. A.J. gets it out of there, a high wobbler, and it's going to bounce, and it's going to take a great <laughs> roll down the near sideline, just what we wanted, down to the 24. Jamarian Fagan gets down there and touches it down, and that'll end up being what? 47. A 47-yarder just when you needed it. So it just seems like everything's going the Minutemen way tonight except on the scoreboard. It's 0-0, zero to zero, but little breaks like that that don't always yeah. go the Minutemen way. Tonight you're getting them. They get a good punt when they need it. Now Worcester, with only 50 seconds left, has to go a lot farther than I'm sure they thought they were going to have to go. They're back at their own 24 now with a great punt by A.J. Young. And I don't know how that punt stayed in bounds. He did that last like, week, It, like, too. died on the 40-yard line, just rode the sideline. So first and 10, maybe the Minutemen can get an interception here if Snowbarger's trying to force something. Two wide to the left, one to the right. First and 10, Snowbarger back. He's looking down the near sideline. He flings it, puts some air under it, and it is incomplete. DJ Johnson on the coverage, and a great job by DJ. And it's incomplete, second and 10. Yep, step for step. A little bit of hand fighting there with the receiver, but, they I mean, he turned for the ball, and 
It's incomplete. Great now, coverage. I don't know if the Minutemen will bring pressure, but if they if they do here, we've seen Snowbarger airmail air a couple. Well, and here's the thing. Also, you got to think. Worcester obviously probably does not have confidence in their kicking game, so they're yeah. they're probably trying to they're they're thinking touchdown or nothing. And if I'm the Minutemen and I get this to third down, call a timeout because yep. if you can force Worcester to have to punt, they might screw up the snap exactly. or who knows what. Second and ten, Snowbarger. Two wide to the right, one to the left. He's back to pass. He's got pressure. He's got to roll right. He's got to throw right. And it's incomplete down the near sideline with 37 seconds to go. And who knows? Maybe the Minutemen will get it back. They haven't used a timeout yet. Well, just, I mean, pressure making Snowbarger uncomfortable. And now, oh, I would say it looked like he was coming out of the game, but he's just going to get the play. Well, I don't know how I just realized this, but Joey Caudell's not – yeah, I was going to mention that to you earlier when you brought him up. Yeah, I noticed that as well. He's over there on the sideline. So the Minutemen without Hudson Moore and Joey Caudell tonight, arguably two of their better defenders, and they look really good. Yeah, Joey Caudell's been he's been awesome so far this season. Third and ten from the 24. Snowbarger in the pistol with two wide receivers off to the left, one to the right, and a timeout Lex. And we'll keep it right here, get you some OCC scores from around North Central Ohio. You want the blowouts first or the close games first, Nick? Because we've got a nah, – Give me the good stuff first. All right, give so the close new, ones. new Philadelphia has answered and taken the lead back on senior high 10-7. to West Holmes has opened up their lead even more. It is 35 to nothing out at Knight Stadium against Madison. And Ashland has had a 20 to nothing lead for quite a while over Mount Vernon, actually. So I think that game is nearing or is at halftime because nothing's changed in that one for a while. Ashland opened up an early lead, and nothing much has happened since. Ontario leads River Valley 24 to 14. So like I said, that game is for the right to try to keep up with Clear Fork. Yeah. If River Valley loses to Ontario, they're pretty much out of the MOAC running now because Clear Fork beat them last week. Third and ten out of the timeout. Snowbarger in the pistol. He takes it. He gives it off the left side. Chamberlain, he's going to get all the way to the outside. He's going to get a first down out to the 37. And Worcester now. Might be content taking this thing into halftime. 30 seconds left. I'm not sure how much they want to try to force the issue here because the Snowbarger is due for a pick. Yep. Minutemen could have had two already. One went right off the face mask of Jamarian Fagan. <laughs> well, now they got Braden Fogel all the way back on the opposite side of the field ready for the Hail Marys. Almost playing a one-man prevent defense. <laughs> yeah. So here we go. 30 seconds. The clock did stop because Chamberlain ran out of bounds, and now we'll have a timeout. Lexington again, and we'll take one with him this time. It is 0-0, 30 <laughs> seconds left in the first half at Lexington on fearthevillage.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. 
This is Lexington's quarterback and kicker, A.J. Young, and you are listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. 30 seconds left, and if you're uh, just tuning in and you've seen the score online, it is not a typo or a misprint. It is 0-0, zero to zero, 30 seconds left in the first half here at Lex. Uh, first and 10, Snowbarger out of the timeout will give to Chamberlain off the left side, and he's going to run it out near the Worcester sideline. And we keep pushing him out of bounds. Keep him in bounds. Yeah, he got four there, and Worcester will take a timeout now. 21 seconds left, and you know what? We've got to make up for all the times we haven't scored this half, so we'll take another timeout as well. No score, 21 seconds left in the first half on fearthevillage.com. Does your lawn need some attention? Are weeds and leaves dragging you down? Maybe the flower bed needs spruced up. Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran owned and operated, Hills Landscaping specializes in lawn care, leaf removal, flower beds, and let's not pretend that winter isn't just around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal as well. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. This is Lexington Minuteman Hudson Moore, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. 21 seconds to go in the first half. Zero to zero. Out of the timeout, second and six. Snowbarger for Worcester. We'll have it at the 41, takes the snap. He's back. He's throwing down the far sideline, and it's incomplete. He missed his man. The intended receiver out there was Hayden Meese. Third and six coming up. And you just never know. If I'm Lexington, Nick, I'm not joking. If they can get a stop here, I would at least force Worcester to have to snap the punt snap yeah. and punt this ball away. Just on the off chance they make a mistake. Wow. I would seriously consider that if I'm Coach Saris. Because they do have one timeout left, correct? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they just run here. So third and six, and now... We've got a timeout. <laughs> Lexington uses their last one of the half. 16 seconds left, and we'll take another timeout. No score, fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Lexington Minutemen Mason Green, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. So, Lex has used their final timeout. Worcester still with one left. Third and six, 16 seconds to go in the first half. Snowbarger in the pistol from the 41. Two wide to the right, one to the left. He's going to give it, though, to Chamberlain off the right side, and he's bottled up, and he's going to be tackled at the 48. And that should be the last play of the first half. 0-0. Zero, zero. It is officially halftime here at Lexington, and they've done all they can to stay in this game with Worcester. An impressive first-half defensive performance for the Minutemen, and if they clean a couple things up on offense, they're leading this game right now, and they'll look to do that in the second half. When we come back, we will have first-half stats, and then we'll have some scores for you from around north-central Ohio 
and we'll get you set for second half action as it is zero to zero here at Lexington against Worcester on fearthevillage.com. Hear every play. He's to the 30, through a hole, 25, 20, 15, he's gone, 10, 5, touchdown, Minutemen! Catch every highlight. A.K. Young gets it across midcourt, dumps it off, feeds for him, goes up and jams it home with two hands. View exciting photos. Kate Neichler goes up and picks it off. Everything you need to stay up to date on the Lexington Minutemen, visit fearthevillage.com. A proud member of the Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbmradio.com. Featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Season 3, available now, where you listen to your podcast. Hey, this is Kayla, down on the sidelines. Be sure to visit our Facebook and Instagram pages for live updates during tonight's game. I will also be uploading highlight reels after the game for your Lexington Minutemen. Follow VSBN Radio on Instagram and Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network on Facebook. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419 419- 522-2020. Does your lawn need some attention? Are weeds and leaves dragging you down? Maybe the flower bed needs spruced up. Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills Landscaping specializes in lawn care, leaf removal, flower beds, and let's not pretend that winter isn't just around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal as well. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. 
Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington with a location right here in Lexington, Complete Access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at CompleteAccess.com. Complete Access is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Halftime here at Lexington, where it is 0-0, zero to zero, the Generals and the Minutemen. Welcome back, everybody. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. Fearthevillage.com halftime show. And Nick has all of the first half stats for you, Nick. Man, I'm, not, I'm used to having some scoring plays to talk about, but like Corey said, 0-0 here in this first half. Both teams pretty much even offensively. Uh, the Worcester Generals total offense 113 yards on 28 plays, averaging 4 yards a play. And the Minutemen 97 yards on 29 plays, averaging 3.3 yards per play. Uh, through the air, the Minutemen 6 of 13 for 71 yards, A.J. Young. Uh, also has the, the two interceptions, but nonetheless, they're, they're doing pretty well through the air. Uh, the Worcester Generals, 32 yards on 4 of 12 passing from Luke Snowbarger. On the ground, the Warriors, are, uh, the, yeah, the Generals, I'm sorry, 81 yards rushing on 16 attempts, 5.1 yards per rush, mainly by Seth Chamberlain, the 5'7", the senior. The minimum 26 yards on 16 carries, 1.6 yards per carry uh, penalties pretty much even the, the Worcester with three penalties for 25 yards the Minutemen four penalties for 40 yards Lex with the two turnovers while uh, Worcester was zero both teams have punted twice AJ Young with a net average of 43 and a half yards per punt doing a great job uh, getting some distance and flipping the field especially on that that one late in the, in the first half time of possession pretty much even uh, Minutemen with 12 minutes and 11 seconds, while the Generals are 10 minutes and 59 seconds. So both teams, they've had the ball the same amount of times. Pretty much the, the whole first half has been dead even. Minutemen with six first downs, four of nine on fourth down, doing a pretty decent job converting. Uh, but overall, I mean, it's it's been a defensive battle. There's been the two turnovers from the Minutemen, but then uh, Worcester comes back and They'll have some penalties of their own, and they'll get behind their own sticks. Lex will get a, a big stop. But, I mean, both both teams right now are pretty much even, and obviously it shows on the scoreboard as well, 0-0 uh, so far in the first half. 
Uh, Lex doing a great job, I feel like, just limiting Worcester offensively. Yes, Chamberlain's doing a decent job on the ground, but through the air, Snowbarger's having a really difficult time because Lex is typically, they're bringing pressure, making him uncomfortable, and he's having to force throws. He's overthrown a couple receivers. So, I mean, Lex is doing a great job defensively when they're bringing pressure because it's just at the perfect times when Worcester's trying to make a play through the air and Lex just dials up a blitz perfectly. But even offensively, Lex is doing a decent job moving the ball. They just, they just had a couple penalties not go their way, yep. and then they just kind of get behind the sticks. Have had, they've had a couple sacks as well, but yeah. they're moving the ball well, and I think the second half is going to – I'm sure both teams are going to make adjustments, but – I think in the second half, you just got to hope your defense can hold strong. Uh, I'm sure they're getting a little bit tired just because they haven't been able to rotate any bodies out there, but they're holding holding tough so far in the first half. And Worcester will get the football to start the second half. Worcester's band is on the field, and one of the bigger bands, probably the biggest band we'll see this year in person. And uh, it's actually kind of takes you back to the good old days when everybody had a big band, and that was uh, uh, one of those things that it was just normal. And now, you know, it's just sad to see, but the size of bands around high school sports and high school football has just dwindled over the years, yeah. and it's a shame. Uh, but Worcester's band performing now. Lexington will be up next, the band of gold. And uh, while they switch out here in just a moment, we'll take a timeout, and we'll be back to update you on some scores from around North Central Ohio. Right here, it is Lexington 0, Worcester 0 on fearthevillage.com. Hear every play. He's to the 30, through a hole, 25, 20, 15, he's gone, 10, 5, touchdown, Minutemen. Catch every highlight. A.J. Young gets it across midcourt, dumps it off. Peyton Forum goes up and jams it home with two hands. View exciting photos. Kate Neichler goes up and picks it off. Everything you need to stay up to date on the Lexington Minutemen, visit fearthevillage.com. A proud member of the Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbmradio.com. Featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Season 3, available now, where you listen to your podcast. Hey, this is Kayla, down on the sidelines. Be sure to visit our Facebook and Instagram pages for live updates during tonight's game. I will also be uploading highlight reels after the game for your Lexington Minutemen. Follow VSBN Radio on Instagram and Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network on Facebook. 
Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419 419- 522-2020. Does your lawn need some attention? Are weeds and leaves dragging you down? Maybe the flower bed needs spruced up. Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills Landscaping specializes in lawn care, leaf removal, flower beds, and let's not pretend that winter isn't just around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal as well. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington with a location right here in Lexington, Complete Access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at completeaccess.co. Complete Access is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of oh.com proud to be the presenting sponsor on vsbn radio this is lexington football coach andrew saris and you're listening to the home of lexington football fearthevillage.com halftime here at lexington where it is zero to zero the worcester generals and the lexington minutemen deadlocked in a defensive battle tonight for occ supremacy one of these teams is going to leave Still undefeated in the conference, and one of these teams is going to take their first loss of the evening. I know one team in the OCC that's not going to take their first loss of the evening, and we've got a special guest tonight to give you halftime scores, Billy Park. Billy, take it away. Uh, Here in the Ohio Cardinal Conference, we have uh, Worcester Generals and Lexington Minutemen in a deadlock at halftime, 0-0. Each team making some progress here. Uh, over to Madison, we got the Rams down 49-0 to the West Home Knights. They're just a molly whopping. 
Uh, Ashland Arrows are up 26-7 against the Yellow Jackets of Mount Vernon. And we over to the New Philly game. The Quakers are up 10-7 in a close one. On to the Mid-Ohio Athletic Conference. Uh, the Highland Fighting Scots are up 31-6 on Pleasant Spartans. And then the Marion Harding Presidents are down 20-3. Clear Fork up 15-6 against the Galleon Tigers. And you have the Ontario Warriors with a 10-point lead over River Valley Vikings, 31-21. On to the Northern 10. Buckeye Central down 35 to nothing against the Cary Blue Devils. Winford Royals in a tight one, 8-0 over the Mohawk Warriors. Colonel Crawford Eagles up 28-0 on Seneca East Tigers. And you have Upper Sandusky Rams leading 27-14 over the Bucyrus Redman. On to the Firelands Conference. We have a close game, really a barn burner there. Western Reserve Rough Riders up 15-14 over Plymouth Big Red. And then Crestview just destroying the Krugers, or just destroying the Monroe Eagles right now, 35 to nothing. Under K-Mac, you got the East Knock Bulldogs up 14 to seven against Cardington Pirates. Loudonville Redbirds, Redbird Nation, they are up 14 nothing over Centerburg Trojans. Northmore down 12 to nothing to the Danville Blue Devils. And you have the Fredericktown Freddies up 21 to 14 over Mount Gilead Indians. And then you have the Mogador Wildcats up 6-0 on the Lucas Cubs. Thank you, Billy. Under, well, we're down to about seven and a half minutes to go in the halftime break here at Lex. The Band of Gold is on the field doing their thing, as they always do. And I got to tell I, I, in some ways, now look, if you like defensive football battles, this is the game for you. We don't get many of these often, especially in high school football, because in high school there's so many broken plays. Usually there's points left and right. If you like defensive battles, this is for you. If you don't like defensive battles, then this halftime show by the Band of Gold is far more entertaining, and we're here for it. It is 0-0 at Lex. And when we come back, we'll get you set for second half action on fearthevillage.com. Hear every play. He's to the 30, through a hole, 25, 20, 15, he's gone, 10-5, touchdown, Minutemen! Catch every highlight. A.J. Young gets it across midcourt, dumps it off, Baden Forum goes up and jams it home with two hands! View exciting photos. Kate Neichler goes up and picks it off! Everything you need to stay up to date on the Lexington Minutemen, visit fearthevillage.com. A proud member of the Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end. 
to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbmradio.com. Featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Season 3, available now, where you listen to your podcast. Hey, this is Kayla down on the sidelines. Be sure to visit our Facebook and Instagram pages for live updates during tonight's game. I will also be uploading highlight reels after the game for your Lexington Minutemen. Follow VSBN Radio on Instagram and Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network on Facebook. Roby Foster Miller Eric wants you to know that not all insurance companies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents, and Roby Foster Miller Eric can trace its beginnings all the way back to 1872. Their group of insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader. RFME. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419 419- 522-2020. Does your lawn need some attention? Are weeds and leaves dragging you down? Maybe the flower bed needs spruced up. Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills Landscaping specializes in lawn care, leaf removal, flower beds, and let's not pretend that winter isn't just around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal as well. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington with a location right here in Lexington, Complete Access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at completeaccess.co. Complete Access is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. We are just about set for second half action here at Lexington, where it is zero 
to zero, and I can say that, I believe, for the first time in VSB and radio history covering Lexington. I don't think it's ever been 0-0 at half. We've had some low-scoring games. I remember a couple of years ago, uh, West Holmes came here and beat Lexington. I think it was 12 to nothing or 14 to nothing. It might have been 16 nothing. I think it was 16 to zero. Sure. But I don't remember that being a shutout at halftime. I think West Holmes was on the board at half. So this might be the first ever shutout uh, at halftime that we have ever had. So. With that being said, Nick, almost a minute to go until the start of the second half. What are your keys for the Minutemen really to get a massive victory here in week two of OCC play? Well, just take care of the ball, I guess. I mean, I mean, that's really only been the two drive killers. Really, Lex has been on the move, and then the two inopportune picks that that, that we've gotten, that we've given up. Uh, I mean, other than that, Lex seems to be – doing what they want to do offensively. Uh, there's been some issues with some penalties that have kind of hurt the Minutemen overall, but, I mean, they're, they're getting plenty of carries on the ground. They're, they're very close to breaking one. Carter has been on the verge of breaking a big one off a couple different times in that first half, so I, I'm waiting for him to, to hit that gap and just take off like we've seen him do many times before and then and, and hopefully catapult the Minutemen uh, onto the scoreboard, but it, it starts with defense. They they just have to keep doing what they're doing defensively. They're they're containing the war uh, sorry, the Warriors, the Generals very well, and they just gotta don't fall in love with bringing all the pressure because Snowbarger, I'm sure, is gonna get comfortable at some point and he's gonna start making the easy throws instead of trying to make the deep ones down the field where he's trying to launch the ball. So if Lex just Keeps everybody in front of him. Doesn't get any. Doesn't have any breakage in coverage, which we've seen happen a couple times this season already. If they just stay on their cues, I, I think they'll be just fine. And who knows? It could be zero zero going yeah. all the way down to the end. It, we yeah. don't know. And uh, I would say too, a huge key for the Minutemen is to start this second half with a stop and get the ball back yeah. to the offense. Uh, Lexington will kick off here. As we are just about set for second half action, Mansfield Sr. has taken the lead back at New Philly. That game all of a sudden becoming a good one. It was a low-scoring, kind of a boring game there, which we have no room to talk here. <laughs> but that Mansfield Sr. game is becoming a really good one. It's back and forth now, and Mansfield Sr. has reclaimed the lead 14-10. to A.J. Young gets the ball set up on the tee over on the far hash, and last week we saw him do that pop-up kick. He did it last year, and he did it last week, oh. too, right down this yep. near sideline, so we'll see. Yeah, Jackson Wyndham's got some wheels down and here. They it might looks be pretty, looking at it. When it looks pretty empty now that you brought that up. but So they'll kick it right to left. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you, fearthevillage.com. A.J. Young will send it really deep, and that's going to be taken from the goal line out to the 10, to the 15, down the far sideline, and out to the 22. The return there was made by the – it was zero. It was Anthony Sines. Yeah, that, that one hit. His back foot hit the goal line. And the referees so, are talking about it, too, because yeah, if the ball goes into the I end thought. zone, you can't bring it out. I think it was well, – his thought, right foot was in the end zone. Yeah, and I thought that's automatically a touchback. Yeah. Well, either way, they get it at the 23. Not a ton of difference there. 
And Snowbarger brings the Generals out. First and 10, no score. Start of the second half in the pistol. Chamberlain's been pretty good on the ground tonight. I'm sure they'll go to him early here in the second half, and they do off the right side. Now up the middle, he's got room to run. He breaks free. He's to the 40. He's to the 50, and he's going to be chased down by Cam Boozer all the way out at the 44, and I'm surprised it hasn't happened really at all tonight, but finally Worcester breaks through the secondary on the ground there, and Chamberlain with his biggest run of the night. They'll give him the 42 by the time it's all said and done. And again, it looked like he might be bottled up, and he just kind of wiggled his way through the middle there. And once he got past the line of scrimmage, there really wasn't anybody there. Mm -mm. Minutemen playing what looks right now to be a 4-3 defense. Snowbarger in the pistol. He will take the snap. He will give the Chamberlain again. This time the Minutemen are in there, and they cut him down in the backfield. He might have lost a half a yard. It's going to be second and 11 coming up. Now they'll uh, give him the line of scrimmage, so second and ten. That's the way you want to see your defense respond, though, after giving up a big play. Now it's kind of tricky, though, because Worcester has really been well-balanced through the air and on the ground tonight. Now the ground has been more effective, but they've stayed true to the pass game, and they've really tried to, tried to get it going. So this is kind of a tough down for the Lex defense, second and ten on the Lex 42, Snowbarger in the pistol. He's got two wide receivers to the right, and there's a miscommunication. Snowbarger's going to have to take off with it. He fumbles, and the Minutemen jump on it. They've got the football. The Minutemen have it at the 38-yard line, and they've got the football just what they needed to start the second half. One well, Snowbarger, he's been reluctant to run all game, and that must be Well, why. there was a miscommunication. Yeah. He turned right to hand the ball off, but Chamberlain no went was left. There. And at that point, if you're Snowbarger, you got to just kind of put your head down and go yeah. with it, and he fumbled it. Wow, what a turn for, of momentum there for the Minutemen, giving up the big, long run from Chamberlain, and then they get the ball right back well, in great field position. Yeah, they get it at their own 38-yard line, so you couldn't have asked for anything better to start the second half here at Lex, 0-0. A.J. Young in the pistol, two wide left, one to the right. Dreibelbis, the tight end, comes in motion. A.J. Young gives it to Markel Martin, though, up the middle. And he is going to be stuffed for no gain. And they give him a half a yard, maybe maybe one yard. So second and nine coming up. He got to think, too, Worcester. They've probably seen last week's tape. Yeah, oh, yeah, whatever he's in the backfield, I'm sure yep. they're loading the box up. Well, it's something interesting about uh, Markel that I've noticed. When he kept, when he gets the ball, he's doubling it yep. up, and he's running straight up and down, though. Really so. looks like a vintage running yeah. back. He, <laughs> he does kind of carry it that way. Second and nine, two wide left, one right. A.J. Young in the shotgun this time takes a high snap, and he's got to run with it because he wasn't able to get the handoff to Markel Martin due to the high snap, and that's going to set the Minutemen way back at their own 31. So they get the turnover finally. Minutemen have been losing the turnover battle tonight, but they finally recover a fumble, and now they're stalling out. They're going to have it third and 17 at their own 32. And last week, Nick, I know you weren't with me last week, but the Minutemen had a few uh, bad snaps last week that really put them behind the chains. And even against Mount Vernon, they still just kind of – actually, tonight, in some ways, the offense has looked a little bit better, just more organized than last week. 
Two wide to the left, one to the right, third and 17. A.J. Young back to pass. He's going to throw a little screen play to Carter Newman. He's got room. He's to the 40, trying to get outside. Actually, he's to the 35, I should say. I misspoke there, but he got taken down by the ankles before he could really get his momentum going. He only gained two or three. It's going to be fourth down and uh, fourth and 12. So actually give him five on that little screen play. And that was a design screen, yeah. but. I think it, I think AJ had to get rid of it yeah. a little bit too, sooner than he wanted to before the blockers could really get lined up downfield. So fourth and 12, AJ Young back at his own 22-yard line will catch this punt snap. And it's a little bit low, but he catches it, gets it out of there. Nice spiraling punt. A fair catch is called for and made. Tumbling, almost falling down at the 30-yard line was Hayden Meese. So Worcester will take over at their own 30. And here we go, back and forth with the punts again. Neither team wants to score, it seems like. 8-16 to go in the third quarter. And now the Minutemen defense, who just got a turnover and got the ball back to the offense, back out there again already. Uh, Mount Vernon has gotten onto the scoreboard at Ashland, but the Arrows still lead that one 32-7. It is senior high leading a close one at New Philly, 14-10, and West Holmes all over Madison, 49-0. In the pistol, Snowbarger gives on first down. Chamberlain is going to be wrapped up by Matt Dwyer, and Chamberlain's going to lose a yard. Dwyer was in there as he's been all night, and Chamberlain that time wasn't able to dance around him. Well, and Dwyer not only brought down Chamberlain, he also brought down Worcester's uh, left guard with him. <laughs> and as outsized as the Minutemen defensive line is, they have really held their own tonight because they've got the quickness. Yeah, they're super scrappy. And they're, and they're not small by any means, but this Worcester offensive line is maybe senior high's got a bigger one, but Worcester just has several big linemen. Second and 11, Snowbarger back in that pistol. They've gone exclusively in the pistol tonight. Snowbarger back to pass, swings it out into the flat to Chamberlain. He's going to be taken down by the ankles by Mason Green at the 31, a gain of two, and that'll set up third and nine. And that's a tough play. I mean, Green out there one-on-one -on -one with Chamberlain, and he's able to bring him down by the ankles. So it is third and nine, a big third and nine. From their 31, Snowbarger breaks the huddle. Too wide to the left, too wide to the right. He's in the pistol again. Chamberlain behind him. Third and nine. He takes the snap. He's going to fling it near sideline. It is caught right at the sticks, Man. too. He got a yard farther than he needed, and that was Bronson Morgan making the catch on the near sideline. And DJ Johnson was right there, and Morgan hung on to it. First and 10. Worcester at their own 41. But again, similar to the first half, the clock is moving. And to pull off an upset, you got to run the clock and keep the score low. And that's what the Minutemen have done tonight. And we are actually nearing the midway point already of the third quarter. First and 10, Snowbarger takes the snap, fakes the give to Chamberlain this time. He's going to throw down the middle of the field. He's got a man, but undershoots him. And it's almost picked off by Carter Newman right through his hands. 
And man, he had Snowbarger had a man yeah. wide open. It was uh, Signs who just outran everybody. And yeah, Newman turned on the Jets to catch up with him. And Snowbarger kind of undershot him a little bit too. And then by the time Signs turned around, it actually ended up going over his head. Yeah. It was really weird how it was underthrown and yeah. still went over his head. Well, he just kind of floated it up there. It didn't really have any zip to it. He just kind of left it up there for grabs. So second and ten now from the forty-one. They'll send. Two to the left, one to the right. They've got a tight end on the left side. But they'll give to Chamberlain instead off the left side. And the Minutemen are there. They've got him. He still manages to carry a Minuteman or two for a yard, maybe two. And that'll set up third and eight. I mean, Lex did a great job up there of setting the edge on the far side. So all Chamberlain had to do was cut back, and the rest of the defense was right there to swallow him up. So here we go, third down again. Third and eight from the 43. Snowbarger sends the tight end in motion. He's in the pistol again. Chamberlain behind him. They'll take the snap. Snowbarger back. He's looking out into the flat to Chamberlain. Chamberlain going to run, and he trips forward and just gets the first down over midfield out to the Lex 48. He needed nine. He got 12, I think, or did he get 11? And out to the 48-yard line. He got 11. So, Worcester again on the Lex side of the field. And that's twice now Worcester's looked to that, that swing route, and Lex was able to stop it the first time, but then they were able to pick up the, the big first down there. So two off to the right this time, one to the left, tight end on the left side for Snowbarger on first down. He takes... He fakes the give to Chamberlain. He throws down the middle of the field, and he overshoots his man. Great coverage. And somehow, I'm not sure what the penalty's going to be here, but they got a penalty on Carter Newman. He tackled the receiver after the play, but didn't make contact until the ball was already through the receiver's hands. There is no way that is a penalty. There is no way. I think he picked the flag up. The flag's not laying down there still, is it, or is it? No, I think it is. It is at the 20. That is, I'm not sure what they're going to call here, but whatever it is is an awful call. Oh. Unbelievable. And it's not often that the boos are loud enough to be heard through yeah. the microphone here, but you just heard them. Crowd not happy here at Lex. That Man. is just a... It's a back-breaking call, and that is just an awful call. Carter Newman was trailing the play and didn't make contact with the receiver until the ball was through the receiver's hands. Not even close. Unbelievable. First down, big penalty there, and it's Worcester. So what do you expect? They'll give – no, they'll fake the give to Chamberlain on first down. They'll swing it out near flat and to the 30, to the 25, and down to the 20, still on his feet, to the 15, and down to the 10 is Hellman Williams. What a big penalty call because now the uh, Generals have just completed a 23-yard pass down to the 11. Unbelievable. That is not the time to miss a call if you're the referee. That was just an absolutely atrocious call in the secondary. And just a back-breaking call, too, because that's a huge play on second down. The Minutemen should have had a third and 10. Unbelievable. 
And now Worcester's got it first and 10 in the red zone at the 11. They'll send one wide receiver off to the right, two to the left, but they're going to hand this off most likely. Chamberlain behind Snowbarger in the pistol. They'll give it to him off to the right. He's bottled up and tackled for no gain. And now the Minutemen just have to play angry, and I would be after that call too, and hopefully they can get a big stop here. Unbelievable. So second and nine. Technically, Worcester can get a first down at the one-yard line. Here we go from the 10, Snowbarger and the pistol. Wide receivers all bunched up to the line this time. They'll give to Chamberlain off the right side. He's hit, and he's going to be driven back. He got back to the line of scrimmage, but that was it. A big third down coming up. Well, if the Minutemen can get a stop here on this third down, I'm not sure how much confidence Worcester has in their kicking game. I mean, the last time Worcester tried to come out and attempt to kick it, it was blocked. So something to keep in mind here. It might be four down territory. Which is really weird. <laughs> zero, zero. Because you're, I mean, you got to be thinking right now, if you could get a field goal, it might win the game. Yeah. 3.30 to go in the third quarter. It is no score here at Lex. But a big third down coming up for Worcester. They're at the Lex 10-yard line. They need nine yards for a first down. Chamberlain in the pistol takes the snap. Excuse me, Snowbarger throws near side. In the end zone, it is caught for a touchdown. And finally... Someone has scored here at Lex. And that was the tight end there, Caleb Scott. And DJ Johnson was there. He was all over him. And Scott, just a little bit bigger, was able to haul it in. Now, though, it's interesting because this extra point in a game like this could be yeah. massive. Yeah. Because you just got a feeling Lex is going to break a play. They're going to score. Problem is, can they continue to stop Worcester the way they have? On the extra point here. Snap is a good one. The hold is good. The kick is up, and it is good. 7-0, Worcester finally breaks the tie here at Lex with 3.14 to go in the third quarter on fearthevillage.com. Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington with a location right here in Lexington, Complete Access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at completeaccess.co. Complete Access is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Well, it's time for A.J. Young to have a big moment here as a quarterback. His first year starting at QB as a senior. Of course, he's been behind Cole Pauley his whole career. Cole has been missed, but even more than Cole, I think his mom's Delicious yeah. baked goods have been yeah. missed. Well, maybe not even for, more. Maybe not for our weight, but those were pretty delectable. Could go for some brownies right yeah. now. Yeah. So, 
Worcester will get set to kick it off. They squib it this time. It's going to be taken by an up man. It's Dreibelbus. He's to the 35, and he's down the far sideline to the 40. So good field position. Interesting decision there by Worcester. But at this point, if you're Worcester, you're just kind of thinking our defense is held to this point. Yeah. It doesn't matter if we give Lexington good field position. We'll just try to keep holding them and do what we can. But yeah, it is kind of bizarre. Now that you really think about it, you would think they'd just, well, kick it deep, make them drive the field, but they must have some confidence. So it is to 7-0. Worcester has finally opened up the scorebook with 3.07 to go in the third quarter. Lexington by no means needs to panic yet, but they do need some points sooner than later because the way this game has gone, the clock is going to go very quickly. Two wide receivers off to the left, two to the right, and now Dylan Jamison in at quarterback. And A.J. Young is out there, though, at wide receiver, comes in motion. They'll fake a pitch to him. Jamison's going to load up. He doesn't have anybody to go to, so he's going to have to run it. And Dylan Jamison's going to get four yards. So A.J. Young was actually a receiver on that play, and he came in motion. Dylan Jamison faked it out to him as if they were going to do like a little flea flicker type of play almost or like a, a wide receiver pass. Dylan Jamison then wound up and looked like he was going to fling it deep, didn't have anybody, and ran it for four yards, second and six, and now A.J. Young will be back at quarterback. From the 44, their own 44, two wide receivers to each side in the shotgun again. A.J. Young sends Wyndham in motion. They'll take, fake the give to Wyndham. Now they'll give Carter Newman off the left side. He's going to get positive yardage, and he's going to get out near midfield, and they're still pushing the pile. And Carter will get five, sets up a third and one. Now you got to convert here, but they put themselves, uh, Lexington put themselves in a good position here. Yeah, you really can't afford to go three and out right here, especially after Worcester just scored. Got, got to at least move the chains here. So here we go, third and one from the 49-yard line. A.J. Young in the shotgun, two wide to each side. He's got a back on his right hip. He takes the snap. He gives Markel Martin off the left side, 50. He's to the 45, gets outside even further to the 41, and down to the 40. He's tackled there and a big first down. 11 yards for Markel Martin. He was finally able to get into the secondary there and make a play. And it is first and 10 minute men at the Worcester 40. They'll send Wyndham and Crago off to the right. Braden Fogle by himself off to the left. Dreibelbiss the tight end. A.J. Young in the pistol this time. Martin behind him. A.J. takes the snap, and we've got a false start. That was going to be a play-action pass, too, and Fogle might have had... I think he knew he might have had single coverage down here, and he was ready to take off, and he yeah. took off just a step too soon. Well, well I, don't, I don't know if they got Fogle or if they got Markel Martin in the backfield as well because he kind of stuttered as well. So either way, another little penalty to put the Minutemen behind the sticks. First and 15 now at the Worcester 45. one to go in the third quarter. It's 7-0, Worcester on top. A.J. Young in the shotgun this time, two wide right, one to the left, Dreibelbus motions left to right. They take the snap, they'll give. Carter Newman trying to get the edge near side, 40, and he's down to the 39, and a gain of six. It'll set up second and nine. 
So the Minutemen got to get some positive yardage here to set up a third and short or maybe even get a first down here. It is second and nine. Three split off to the right, one to the left. A.J. Young from the 39 in the shotgun. A.J. takes the snap, fakes a give. He's going to look near side. The ball was tipped at the line of scrimmage. He had Fogle open. That would have been at least a five-yard gain, but ball was tipped and incomplete. Now you're in an interesting spot here, third and nine. You're not really in position to kick a field goal, and it's kind of no man's land for a punt. You could pin them deep, but... Well, and that's why I was saying they yeah. needed to get some yards there on second yeah. down, and they just... <laughs> ball I mean, just got tipped because Fogel was open. Yeah. The ball got tipped to the line of scrimmage. Here we go, big play, third and nine. Wyndham and Craig go up next to the line, off to the right. Fogel by himself to the... Actually, Fogel to the right. Wyndham comes in motion. Third and nine. A.J. Young takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. A little wheel route down the near sideline. He's got Carter Newman. It's right off his fingertips and incomplete. Oh, my goodness. Carter was out there, and it just went a half a yard over his hands. And now Carter limping. We know he's been dealing with a groin injury the last couple of weeks, and now he's limping a little bit as if he may have re-aggravated it. Now he's pointing towards his right quad area, so that's good. Maybe he's just got a little cramp, and I think – yeah, he's going to stretch it out. Oh, man, that wheel route was there. They, I mean, that, that was a wrinkle that they've have, they haven't shown yet tonight. And you know, it's funny. Off that's the, the play they won with at West Holmes yeah. to Keith Thomas a couple of years yeah. ago at West Holmes. Yeah. Cole Polly to Keith. And very similar play there to Carter Newman. It just went over his hands. A.J. Young will punt from his 50. It's a wobbler. They're going to call for a fair catch. And Ooh. going down to a knee. And making the catch was Hayden Meese, and they'll spot it at the 14-yard line, and that is where Worcester will take over. So the Minutemen, really at this point in the ballgame, the way this game is gone, cannot give up a score here. you got to get the ball back. Because the Minutemen have struggled for three quarters just to get a score. Hard to believe they're going to get you know, two or three in the fourth quarter. So if they get behind here by two or more scores, it's going to be difficult. But right now they're still in a position that I think at the beginning of the game you would have said, hey, if we're down 7 nothing at the end of the third, we'll take it. Snowbarger on first down for the Generals at the 19. Takes the snap. He'll fake the give. He's going to roll left. He's got nobody. He's going to try to throw it, though. Down the field, and a receiver came open. Down the far sideline to the 47, Anthony Signs. I mean, Snowbarger had nobody. And at the last second, Snowbarger was out of room and out of time, and signs came open and was able to get down the field. Now we've got a Minuteman down on the far sideline. It's just a cramp, though, so the Minutemen will get a quick uh, injury timeout here with 26 seconds to go in the third quarter. It's 7 to nothing. Worcester will take a quick timeout with them on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. 
BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Well, it was Carter Newman again down the far sideline there, just dealing with a cramp on that right leg. And he walked off under his own power. Like we said, it's just a cramp. I don't think it's anything more than that. Hopefully not. But a big play there by the Generals on that last play. It was a pass play for 30 yards out to their own 49. It's first and 10. And Snowbarger's in the pistol. And Worcester wants an offside by the Minutemen, but nobody jumped. They just kind of shifted. So here we go, Snowbarger. They might not run a play here. And they're not going to run a play to end the quarter. So that is how the quarter will end. It is 7-0 at the end of three. Worcester is on top, and the Minutemen have some work to do. And we'll see if they can get it done when we come back on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is Lexington Minutemen Mason Green, and you're listening to the home of Lexington Football, FearTheVillage.com. 7-0 as we head into the fourth quarter here at Lexington. And if you can hear the band loud and clearly, that's because Worcester has like 800 band members and they're straight across from us. The band music is coming straight through the press box window here. Lexington also playing down to our left. It's like a band car crash is (laughs) happening right before our eyes. It's just a cacophony of noise. I can't tell which what either band is playing. It's just all I hear is tubas and trumpets. So out of the quarter break here, it's first and ten. Snowbarger going to play action here on first down and launch it down the middle of the field well over his receiver, and that's good for the Minutemen because the clock stops and it's second and ten. Is it just me or is Worcester throwing the ball a ton in this second half? I think like they've been doing a lot of play action, more more so than in the first half. Yeah, and with the lead and the way Chamberlain has run the ball tonight, I would just, in right. a 7-0 game, run the ball right. and run the clock. They're trying to go deep here and put up some more points. Second and 10 from their own 49, two wide receivers right, one to the left, Snowbarger and the pistol again. This time they will give the Chamberlain off the right side and he's got room to run and he's going to lower his shoulder and get eight, maybe nine yards. And now Mason Green is down on the play and this one doesn't look good like the, we knew Carter Newman was cramping up. I'm not sure what's going on with Mason here and maybe it is a cramp. (laughs) Charlie horse. And if you've ever had a Charlie horse, there's nothing like it. And especially when you're in the middle of a game, once you've had one, it is really hard to keep playing without getting another one and another one. It is hard to just stretch it out and go back in and be fine. If you start dealing with cramping issues, 
I mean, we saw it with Carter Newman. He cramped up, came over here on the sideline, stretched it out. The very next play, he was down on the field again with another cramp in the same leg. So Mason Green currently getting stretched out right between the 45 and 50-yard line. And that run on second down to get nine yards for Chamberlain, that was huge because it sets up a third and one. And the way they run the ball, I it's going to be hard to stop them here twice because I think if you're Worcester here, you may – I mean, you could punt and pin them deep, but you could right. also go for it and put this game away. Yeah. So with two tries to get a first down here, they only need a yard. It's going to be really – Tough assignment for the Lex defense as Mason Green is up and walking off. At first, it looked worse than a cramp, but now he's cramping up just trying to walk off. Pickle juice, man. They got to be drinking the pickle juice at halftime and before the games. Get all that sodium. And this segment of the football game brought to you by your local pickle juice dealer. <laughs> Stop by your local mar market and pick up Nick's old-fashioned pickle juice. Hmm. Stops cramps. No pickles included. <laughs> what an ad. <laughs> we should start a business, Nick. I'm game. Let's do it. Here we go, third and one. Snowbarger in the pistol. Big play for the Lex defense. They'll send a man in motion and they'll give it. It is Howman Williams, and he is going to get a first down off the right side. Down to the Lex 33-yard line. So he got nine on the carry, eight yards actually on the carry. And now you're in dangerous territory for the Minutemen defense. Worcester cannot score here. They just cannot be allowed into the end zone. Not really worried about giving up a field goal. You cannot let them in the end zone. First and 10 from the 33 Snowbarger in the pistol. Chamberlain behind him. Two wide to the left, one to the right. They will fake a give to Chamberlain. Now Snowbarger's going to unleash one down the middle of the field. He's got a man in stride. And it's Hayden Meese for a touchdown from 33 yards. They've been trying that play all night. It's taken Snowbarger four quarters to get it dialed in, but he's there now. And now the Minutemen are in trouble. 13 to 0. This is the closest the Minutemen have played Worcester in years. And they just haven't, to this point, it's not over yet, but they have not had that extra juice on offense. The first half, the Minutemen really played well offensively, had the ball in the red zone twice and didn't get any points out of it. That's the difference in the game right now. They could have went into halftime with a lead and an extra point is no good. Yikes. <laughs> the snap was really low. I'm not sure the holder got it put down, and that was not even close. 13-0. We'll see if that comes back to haunt Worcester. Hopefully it does. 11-24 to go, fourth quarter on fearthevillage.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. 
This is Lexington's quarterback and kicker, A.J. Young, and you are listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. The rally caps are out here at Lexington. Well, at least for me. I don't know about anybody else. Let me look around here. I don't see one person with their hat <laughs> backwards. So I guess I'll be the one. If, if Lexington can come back and win this, give me the credit. I'll take it. I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. Nick does not approve of that joke that I stole from Michael Scott. 13-0, Worcester with the lead, and they will kick off as they are getting the ball set up on the tee here. And Jacob Russell has it put down on the 40 on the tee. He gets the signal, and he will pop it up down the far sideline. It's going to be taken, and it's going to be Jamarian Fagan. He's going to try to bring it near side to the 30. Has a hole, 35, and he's drugged down from behind, and it looked like maybe a horse collar as his head snapped back. And Jamarian Fagan's down on the ground. He is injured. He's not moving. I don't know if it was a horse tackle because I didn't really have an angle, but the way his head snapped back, I find it hard to believe it wasn't a horse collar tackle. It is really frustrating that the referees are able to throw a pass interference flag back in the third quarter on what was not a pass interference, but then, the, oh, that was so violent. The well, way Jamarian's yeah. head hit on the tackle there, he got pulled backwards and his head snapped back. Well, that's when it comes to the player's safety, too. I mean, any any time a, a player's pulled down from behind like that, it uh. – and it's really hard to pull a kid like Jamarian Fagan down by grabbing the middle of his back, like his jersey in the middle. That The only way he could have been taken down like that is from his shoulder pads. And he's still down. He's really he's moved a little bit, but he hasn't rolled over yet, and I'm not sure if it's a leg injury. He's just kind of laying still, but they're wor working on his legs. And he might have got like pulled in half type deal and just knee could have bent the wrong way or – well, he is moving his upper body, but they're working on his lower. His legs haven't really moved. Man, this just just. He took his helmet off. So Jamarian Fagan still being worked on by the trainers. His helmet is off. He took his own helmet off. He's sitting up now, but still really hasn't moved his legs much. I mean, he's clearly talking to the trainers. Yeah. It looks like it's his left leg. The trainers, as much as they're working on him, they don't seem to be like, incredibly concerned. Yeah. Like, they're not calling for a cart or anything. So that's also probably a – well, it is a great sign. But still, he's – Jamarian still really hasn't rolled over on his back yet all the way. He's still laying on his side almost. So kind of a scary moment there. But I thought the way his head kind of snapped back, I thought that right. might be like a neck injury. But yeah. it looks like – Maybe a leg injury? Oh, man. Well, we're going to get him up at least. 
So Jamarian does stand up. He's standing on his right leg, oh, but so not putting any weight on his left leg. And sucks. not only is that, you know, we hope he's okay, but that's a big loss for Lex, too, on both sides of the football. Man. Well, less important, but still a part of the game. It did end up being a very good return yeah. by Jamarian. Unfortunate hey, he that he's play, injured. He was one tackle away. He really was. He almost broke that. So here we go, first and ten, minute men at their own 37. In the shotgun, A.J. Young takes the snap. He's back. He's rolling right. He's going to look right, and he's got a man. It's Fogle wide open at the 46. He caught it and tiptoed on the sideline, a gain of nine. Second and one coming up, and that stops the clock. And even though there's still over 11 minutes to go in a game like this, you'd want to conserve the clock because you need enough time to put together two touchdowns. And so far tonight, Lex hasn't gotten any touchdowns in the first three quarters, so you need to – Save that time if you're the Minutemen right now, and that's a great play on first down. Second and one from the 46, A.J. Young in the pistol. Two wide left, one to the right, takes the snap. He's looking. He's got Fogle again, and they run a little hook and ladder play, and it didn't go anywhere. In fact, Carter Newman lost a yard. I like the idea there, but seems to me like um, – that was kind of an odd decision to throw out to the short, the weak side. Right, yeah. They didn't have much room to work with it over here. So it'll be third and two now. From the 45, they'll send Wyndham and Craig go off to the left. And Carter Wilson will also join him. Braden Fogle off to the right by himself. A.J. Young in the shotgun, third and two, takes the snap, and Worcester jumped offside. They didn't throw the flag, though. A.J.'s going to roll left. He's throwing left. He's got him in, and it's right through the hands of Jackson Wyndham. And I think Worcester jumped offside here. Absolutely. And the referee was taking a little heat from the Lex sideline, and he just turned around, and I he may give Lex a sideline warning here. That, ugh, man, not sure about that. Worcester well, he, jumped. They absolutely jumped that off this left side. It was number 22, Julian Franklin. He was trying to jump the snap, and he definitely got across. As soon as he, as soon as he jumped, AJ snapped the ball anyway. And Coach Sarah still talking to the referee down here, and that's that's just how many calls can one? And now what? We're gonna reset the play clock now. It, it, I just hate how it seems like Lexington games get to that point where you're saying, and now what? Mm. From the referees, it just happens way too often, especially tonight. And it's all been in the second half, too. The referees just decided to switch the whistles. Great punt here by A.J. Young. And calling for a fair catch and making it back at the 30 was Hayden Meese. So now it's basically do-or-die time for the Lex defense. If Worcester scores here, this ball game is safe to say it is over. If Lex can get a stop, they can still hang around. Ideally here, a three and out would be great because then you'd get great field position theoretically on the punt or maybe even get a punt blocked. I still want to see Worcester have to punt again yeah. because I think their punt game is a little shaky between the, the long snapper, the punter. Well, knowing Worcester here, they're going to they're gonna try to throw the ball some more, I'd imagine. Yeah, they may run on first down just to get the clock going, but 
They have shown no signs of uh, running this clock out tonight. Snowbarger in the shot in the uh, pistol with three wide. He's going to give the Chamberlain off the right side. He's got really no room, and he didn't gain anything. Second and ten. But it does start the clock up, and now we're down to ten minutes left. 13-0, to zero, Worcester. They've got the lead and the football. And they will take their good old time. Down to 10 on the play clock, and they're just breaking the huddle. So they are going to run everything as long as they can here, clockwise. Snowbarger takes, gives Chamberlain up the middle. He'll gain five maybe, and that'll set up a third and five. And a big play coming up for Lexington. You have to get a stop on this down because if Worcester gets a first down, then that's about two more minutes they can take off before you'd have a chance to stop them again. Here we go. Third and six, technically, is what they have it listed as on the scoreboard. Big play here for the Lex defense. Snowbarger in the pistol. He takes... He fakes a give. He's going to throw, and the Minutemen get back there, and they're going to take him down in the backfield for a sack, and Worcester is going to have to punt the ball away. Such an interesting play call there from Worcester. I mean, up 13, nine minutes to go. You know, let's try to run a play-action fake. Blows up in their face. Minutemen defense gets the stop, and, and now you got to pin your ears back. You have to try to get the because now you're in danger zone if you're Worcester. Absolutely. A blocked punt could yeah. easily be a touchdown. A and snap goes over his head. I mean, things have gone from bad to worse as Cam Crago limps off to the sideline over here. I don't know. I mean, he looks like he's mobile and a bad snap. And the Minutemen block it. And Mason Green's going to pick it up in the end zone. Touchdown, Minutemen. We've been saying it all night. A bad snap. And the Minutemen were in there. Mason Green picks it up. Eight minutes to go, and the Minutemen on the board. Down 13 to 6. Called it. We called it. I mean, we've, we've been waiting. We've been waiting for the opportunity for the Minutemen to get another punt, and works out perfectly. And now I think the Minutemen. Coaching staff. Well, I thought maybe they were arguing that the clock kept running for a few seconds, but I think they're just trying to get a football out on the field. So Dylan Jamison will hold. This extra point is huge. And I told Nick during the last T uh, TV timeout, last break that we took, that when teams miss extra points like Worcester did, that just sets up for a comeback as the snap is low on this one, and Jamison did a great job Ooh. to get it down, and A.J. Young punched it through. Minutemen have cut the lead to 6, 13-7 on fearthevillage.com. Does your lawn need some attention? Are weeds and leaves dragging you down? Maybe the flower bed needs spruced up. 
Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills Landscaping specializes in lawn care, leaf removal, flower beds, and let's not pretend that winter isn't just around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal as well. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. This is Lexington Minuteman Hudson Moore, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. It is 13-7, and in the blink of an eye, this has become a very interesting ball game with eight minutes remaining in the game. Eight minutes exactly, and Lexington will kick off. A.J. Young getting it on the tee right down here in front of us at the 40-yard line. So, I think with that, uh, well, the injury to Jamarian Fagan, Minutemen get a, a man on late here to cover this kick. Right here on this sideline, it looks pretty empty. <laughs> Nick, Nick <laughs> trying to call everything tonight, I think. I know. I, I, love the, I love the little the pooch kicks, though, especially when you have speed on the outside. Ugh. <clears throat> uh. Well, they he'll did probably, it last week. Uh, he'll probably go deep, though. A lot of time left, all three timeouts left. 13-7, to Minutemen strike, and they're trailing by six. A.J. Young will kick it off, and he squibs it, and it's going to be an onside kick, and the Minutemen are on it. They recover it at the 49-yard line. First and 10, Minutemen. They're going to have it on Worcester's side of the field. A.J. ran up like he was going to kick it deep and on a full sprint just touched the top of the football and squibbed it. What is happening? They missed the extra point. That's what it was. It was the karma. Well, you know, I didn't say it on the air, but I can honestly say with every honest fiber of my being, I told Nick during one of the timeouts after Worcester missed their extra point, I said, anytime that happens, for some reason, magic seems to go the other way. So here we go, first and 10, A.J. Young in the pistol. Takes the snap, he'll fake a give. He's gonna look deep. He's gonna now roll to the left. Now he's gonna cut back. He gets over the 50. And he gets out to the 48, a gain of one. He had Crago yeah. really deep. I don't know if A.J. It's a tough throw. Yeah, I don't know if he trusted his arm strength or just didn't see him. But Crago was way down at the 25, wide open. Wow. Second and nine. Oh, my goodness. What a turn of events in just a few seconds. Literally. <laughs> 13 to seven, Minutemen trailing by six. Second and nine, A.J. Young with three wide receivers to the right, one to the left from the 48. He will take the snap, fakes a pitch out to Carter Newman. Now he runs it back to the right, 45-40, down the near sideline, 35-30. He's got a couple men to beat, and he's tackled down at the 15. A big first down, and A.J. Young gets up and gives the first down signal at the 15-yard line. Unbelievable. Now the Minutemen just have to keep it together here. They were in the red zone yep. twice in the first half and didn't get any points out of it. They've got to pull something out of their hat of tricks here. 
Man, a gain of 31 there for AJ. And he ran that fake pitch again. Yep. They love that play. Here we go. Three wide to the left, one to the right. AJ's going to be in the shotgun. Carter Newman on his right hip from the 16. AJ takes the snap. He gives Carter Newman, and he had the cutback, but he slipped and fell. He had room. He really had room down the near sideline, but he slipped and fell. And as we see pretty much every week when it gets this late yep. into the night with as humid as it is, the field getting a little damp. And Carter just lost his footing. 6.40 to go. Second and 10, Minutemen at the Worcester 17-yard line. They'll send Carter Wilson, Cam Crago, and Jackson Wyndham off to the left, Braden Fogle off to the right. A.J. in the shotgun, takes the snap. He rolls right. He's looking right. He throws right in the end zone. It is almost caught, and we've got a penalty flag as Braden Fogle was pushed in the back in the corner of the end zone. He was trying to tightrope that thing. He had his hands on it, too. And now we're going to get a half the distance to the goal, pass interference, and an automatic first down for the Minutemen. And it seems all of a sudden that the tide has turned not only on the scoreboard and on the field, but with the referees as well. I mean, that was clearly a push in the back, but yeah. you just never know if they're going to call it or not, and that one fairly obvious. All oh, the replaying second down there. Okay, was, yeah. so it was half the distance to the goal. They didn't quite get the first down because of that. So it will be second and three. So it went from the, to the, nine. Yep, the 17 to the nine-yard yeah. line. Second and three. Wyndham, Crago, Wilson off to the left. Fogle off to the right, A.J. Young in the shotgun, takes the snap, fakes a pitch to Carter Newman. He's going to run it, and he's down to the one-yard line. And A.J. Young hey. gets the first down and gets eight yards, and he was he could see the end yeah. zone. I mean, but he got kind of flipped up in the air there. That fake toss again. And here we go. Minutemen are a yard away from taking. Well, they would tie it up and have a chance to take the lead on the extra point. At the one-yard line, we're under six minutes. And with the Worcester throwing woes here, yeah. you get a lead. It's going to be interesting. And the clock's rolling, too, because A.J. was down in, in bounds. <clears throat> in the pistol, the big freshman, Markel Martin, in there from the one. Takes the snap. A.J. gives to Markel, and he's cut down just short of the end zone. <laughs> and I do think his knee, he was down. Man, I didn't see who came in and made that play, but they chopped him down. That yeah, was a great did. tackle. And now Markale, I think he got a little bit of uh, what we called in school a dead leg. I think he just got hit right there on the thigh, and he's down at the five. The way that defender came in and just kind of yeah, speared he him with his helmet. So Markel Martin down, but I don't think it's serious. Like I said, I think he just might have had a helmet to leg there and – He'll have a bruise tomorrow, but hopefully yeah. he can get up and power this one into the end zone. The ball is on the one-inch line. Well, heck, I mean, I, I almost – you almost put Green and Dribblebiss up there right up behind the guards and have A.J. be in the pistol set and just have those two guys lead right up the middle and you just got to try to punch it in and have A.J. go right in underneath. Well I – mean, I, I, I hate taking shotgun snaps on the one-yard line. Just – it. 
because you're already five yards. You gotta get, you gotta go six yards to, yeah, get a touchdown. You know, it makes it way yeah. more interesting. Well, yeah, and like you said, if anything, they'd have to go into the pistol here yeah. because they really haven't done anything under exactly. center this year. So Martin's still down on the five, but he is going to get up here and walk off. I'm sure he's a tough kid. I think he just, like I said, yeah. I think he just got hit in that right spot on the leg there, the upper thigh. He is limping, though. He's certainly not going to be back in for this play. And now the Minutemen, they're down to just the bottom of the roster here. Just injuries have plagued this team all year, and tonight has been a big night with injuries. Jamarian Fagan doesn't even have his pads on anymore. Yeah, he's got his left leg, got some ice wrapped up around it. And now all the Lexington players on the sideline trying to get the crowd into it. First, second down from the one, A.J. Young in the shotgun. He was going to run up and try to QB sneak it, but Worcester's going to take a timeout. <laughs> 5.23 to go in the ballgame. We'll take a timeout with him on fearthevillage.com. Does your lawn need some attention? Are weeds and leaves dragging you down? Maybe the flower bed needs spruced up. Hills Landscaping can help. Veteran-owned and operated, Hills Landscaping specializes in lawn care, leaf removal, flower beds, and let's not pretend that winter isn't just around the corner. Hills Landscaping does snow removal as well. Call 419-689-4346 for Hills Landscaping, proudly serving our community and our country. This is Lexington Minuteman Hudson Moore, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Well, I don't know that in the years we've done this with fearthevillage.com, I don't know that I have ever been more stressed out about a half a yard. Yeah. I mean, the ball is closer than a half yard to the end zone. It is on the one-inch line. Second down, Minutemen coming out of the timeout here. Worcester was the one that called the timeout, so they've got two timeouts left. Lex still with all three. Oh, man. So they'll put Dreibelbiss in there. Craigo and Wyndham will line up on the left side. Fogel by himself to the right. Carter Newman going to be the back. Second and goal from the one. A.J. Young in the shotgun. Carter Newman on his left hip. A.J. waits. He takes. He's going to run it off the left side. He's got room, and he's in. Touchdown! The Minutemen have tied it up. They've scored twice in three minutes. A.J. Young runs it in from one yard out, and he will also be the one to try to give the Minutemen the lead with the extra point. Unbelievable. I'm not getting ahead of myself, Nick, but should the Minutemen pull this off, this would arguably be as good as the West Holmes comeback Whoa. three years ago. Here we go. Big extra point here. Dylan Jamison will hold. A.J. Young will kick. Snap is a little low. Jamison gets it down, and the kick is up, and the kick is good. 14 to 13, minute mid lead it for the first time tonight. 5.19 to go on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. 
Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Lexington Minutemen Mason Green, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, FairlyVillage.com. Well, Nick, I need to calm myself down a little bit over here. My heart's skipping a little bit. As the Minutemen, oh. unbelievable. So just a quick recap. Worcester was up 13 to nothing, decided to pass on third down. It was incomplete. So with eight minutes to go in the game, they elected to punt. Bad snap. Punter couldn't get the punt off in time. Minutemen block it into the end zone and recover for a touchdown. On the ensuing kickoff, A.J. Young proceeds to sprint up to the ball to make it look like he's going to kick it deep and then just toppled it 10 yards, and the Minutemen were all over it. Worcester didn't have a chance. And then the Minutemen proceeded to march right down the field, mainly behind the legs of A.J. Young on that drive. And the extra point was good after a one-yard touchdown by A.J. Young to take the lead. It is 14-13. Minutemen right now have the lead over Worcester. A.J. Young kicks it deep this time, end over end. It's going to be taken by Signs at the 5, to the 10, to the 15, and he's going to be, well, he's going to squeak through a hole to the 20, and now he's going to be brought down right at the 21-yard line. And the Minutemen now have played really good defense tonight, and they need it the most in this moment. Worcester has also used a timeout already, so they have two left, but that's big because if Lex gets the ball back, Worcester can only stop the clock so many times. 5-11 to go. 14-13, Lex on top, and it has been a thriller. All the points scored in this game have come in the second half. It's a final at West Holmes. They beat Madison 56 to nothing. Here we go. Snowbarger in the pistol from the 21. He's got Chamberlain behind him. He'll take the snap. He'll give it to Chamberlain. He's going to be bottled up, and the Minutemen are going to get him for a loss of a yard. Second and 11, that's big because it starts the clock, and now it starts limiting Worcester on what kind of plays they can run. They're going to have to throw the ball. If they can't stay ahead of the chains, and that's that's what the Minutemen want because Worcester has hit on one big play, uh, pass play tonight, and it was for a touchdown of 33 yards. Outside of that, they haven't done a whole lot through the air. Minutemen need to stay dialed in in the secondary. Second and 11, Snowbarger from the 20. He takes the snap. He fakes a give. He's going to throw. He's pressured. He's got to throw it near sideline. It's caught, and down to the 32. And possibly a first down. We'll see where they mark him. It was Bronson Morgan on the near sideline. They do give him the first down to the 31-and-a-half-yard line. I believe he was inbounds, though, so once the chains get set, clock should roll. And this is one of those instances where you want the clock to run as fast as it can unless Worcester scores, then you wish you had all this time back. Yeah. Oh, so he's saying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, clock's rolling. Okay. So the clock, like Nick said, it is. it did start running. 4.05 to go. Worcester has it at their own 32. Snowbarger in the pistol, two wide to the right, one to the left. He takes the snap, fakes the give, throws it out to the far flat, and it's caught but slipping and falling down as he made the caught. Michael Howman-Williams, and that's going to run the clock, and he lost a yard or two. 
Lost a yard. And Cam Boozer was coming in there too. Looked like he was going to get there and get to the quarterback. Snowbarger got it out of there. And that's actually one of the best things you could have if you're the minute man is a completed pass that they lost a yard and the clock runs. Second and 11. Under three and a half minutes to go. Two wide receivers left, one to the right. Snowbarger in the, in the pistol takes the snap. Fakes the give to Chamberlain. He's going to throw under pressure, and it is almost intercepted by D.J. Johnson over on the left sideline. Oh, that would have been the game. It would have been the game. And now we're going to have a flag in the backfield, and if this is a late hit, I just I don't even know what football is anymore. And it's going to be an unsportsmanlike conduct on Briar Miller. Was he the one that hit Snowbarger? He yeah. must have said something to I, him when I he think, was on the ground. Yeah, he hit him, and then as, as Snowbarger was laying on the ground, I think he had some choice words for him, and the, the referees unfortunately heard it. And so 15-yard penalty, that's huge because it puts Worcester now out to the 47. Oh, my goodness. Highland beat Pleasant 45-6. to I'm sure that was fun to be a Highland fan. <laughs> it's not as nerve-wracking as this. 3.14 to go in the game. And now, now what? Timeout, Lex. Uh, so, yeah. We'll take a quick timeout with them. 14-13, Lex on top, 3.14 to go on fearthevillage.com. Complete Access has been a market leader for over 20 years when it comes to aluminum stairs and ramps. Building high-quality manufacturing with innovative design, Complete Access has created a suite of plug-and-play access solutions perfect for any job. All of their products are hand-built right here in America with American-made materials. Based in Seattle, Washington with a location right here in Lexington, Complete Access can meet your needs quickly with the reputation of a nationwide company. Check them out online at completeaccess.com. Complete Access is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen football on fearthevillage.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington football on fearthevillage.com. 3.14 to go. Lexington clinging to a one-point lead. Worcester driving, though, and the drive was aided there by a 15-yard unsportsmanlike conduct penalty before the Lex timeout. Each team has two timeouts left. First and 10, Snowbarger from the 47 takes the snap. He flings it down the far sideline, and it is incomplete. That could have easily been offensive pass interference as DJ Johnson ended yeah. up on his back from a two-handed push by Bronson Morgan. Ball was incomplete, though, thankfully, and it's second and ten. Yeah, I think they let that one go. I thought, I th I'm pretty sure that was uncatchable because the ball landed yeah. out of bounds. Could have been. I mean, it yep. was going to be a very impressive catch if he was able to bring that in. How about this? River Valley put on a second-half performance to remember. They now lead Ontario 48-31. to 31, 34, excuse me. Ontario was up 31-21. Yeah. River Valley has scored 27 unanswered. Snowbarger, second and 10. In the pistol, two wide to the left, one to the right. Chamberlain behind him. And now we've got a flag and a delay, delay of game. game. No way. Wow. A huge. That pushes Worcester back five yards. It'll be second and 15. Ashland beats Mount Vernon 53-7. 
Mansfield Senior has opened up a little bit of a lead on New Philly now, 21 to 10. That, that is a huge penalty though. I mean, that's on both the quarterback and the coaching staff over there. You gotta be aware of, of game clock, but if you're the Minutemen, you'll take that all day. So it is second and 15, crowd really getting amped here. Snowbarger in the pistol takes the snap, back to pass. He's being pressured, he's gotta roll to the left. He's gonna throw to the left, on the run, he's got a man wow. and it is caught. It was caught on a sliding diving grab by Tristan Walker, his first catch of the night. Wow, Snowbarger put that thing on the money on the run, yeah, dead sprinting did. to his left even. He had to bring it back across his body and throw it. And now that puts Worcester down to the 34-yard line, 2.50 to go, clock is rolling. Yeah, Worcester taking their time. Worcester with two timeouts left. Lexington with two timeouts left. Snowbarger in the pistol first and 10 from the 34. He will give to Chamberlain off the right side. He stumbles through a hole and he gets through another hole and now he's weaving his way around. Lex defenders down to the 10, to the five, dives. And they're gonna say he was in the end zone for a touchdown on the far sideline. My goodness, Chamberlain. Wiggled his way through. I didn't even see the referees give the official signal. Well, the referee on the far sideline gave a thumbs up. He didn't signal touchdown. Yeah, he gave a thumbs that's up. That's what I'm saying. I never saw the official signal. So but that's it was why. a touchdown. 19-14. to 14. And now, with 2.23 to go, Lex has two timeouts and another man down on the field. And it is, well, I hope it's not, it's not Carter or A.J. Young, but it looks like a single digit number. No, it's Mason Green, oh, yeah. who was down with a cramp a little bit ago, and down, now he's up walking off. So each team has two timeouts. Worcester scores there on a 34-yard run by... Seth Chamberlain, the 5'7'' senior. Now, I wouldn't be surprised here if Worcester goes for two. Yeah, I would. I mean, yeah. there's really no point not to, unless you think you could block an extra point right. if Lex were to score or something, but I would go yeah. for two here. Now, the interesting thing is if on this two-point conversion there's a fumble or an interception yeah. return, Lex could cut this from a five-point game to a three-point game. Right. So that's the only risk you take. Or if, even if even if they don't convert, like, I mean, Lex, Lex would just have to, to score, score six. Exactly. They, yeah, they, the extra point wouldn't matter. Exactly. So that's where you would almost want to just kick the extra point if you're Worcester. But then again, they could block yeah, it. Man. Lex could get another block. And looks like they're going to set it up over there near the right hash, but not all the way. Because on a two-point conversion, you can set it up where you want it. And that indicates to me that Worcester will go for the two-point conversion. Snowbarger. This time we'll have a running back with him, and it's Michael Hellman Williams, a little bit, a little bit of a bigger back than Chamberlain. Well, now Chamberlain's going to come on way late. <laughs> Plenty of time though, as there was an injury timeout technically. So Snowbarger in the pistol, the two-point conversion. 
He takes the snap, fakes the give. They're going to throw, and they got their man. It's Alman Williams, the tight end. Just a little play action rollout to the right, the typical two-yard tight end touchdown play that everybody runs from middle school up to the NFL. You still can't stop it half the time. So 21-14, to Worcester has taken the lead back. Two twenty-three to go. That's plenty of time if you're the Minutemen. Obviously, in high school, the clock stops on a first down. The Minutemen have two timeouts left. The way the Minutemen are cramping up, too, I mean, at this point, you might go down and even if you have to fake a cramp. Some people would say that's bad sportsmanship, but I would say it's, it's gamesmanship. Yeah, it's strategy. <laughs> So, really, I mean, they've got plenty of time. It's just a matter of can they move the ball down the field. 2.23 to go. And Worcester will kick off right to left, right down here on the near hash mark. Jacob Russell will kick it off. He's had a little bit of a shaky night, kicking and punting. He's had a kick blocked, a punt blocked. He's made one extra point, but also missed one. So Russell will have it up on the tee, and he will pop it up down the far sideline. Carter Newman has it, bobbles it, loses it, picks it up at the 25 to the 30, and he's one tackle away, and he gets out of it. 35-40, down the near sideline, 50, still on his feet. He's to the 40, 35-30, and he's brought down at the 27. Carter Newman broke a tackle just when he had to, and he got out of there, and now the Minutemen really have plenty of time. They just got to go 27 yards, and they've got 210 to do it. Yeah, maybe the bobble of the of the kickoff kind of helped them there. <laughs> Gave him some time to set the lanes up, and, and he, he broke the one tackle and hit the edge. The kicker slowed him down, or else he could have scored. Yes, you're right. He had to kind of cut back. Big return by Carter, though. 47 yards. First and 10, Minutemen at the 28-yard line at the Worcester 28. Three wide receivers off to the left, one to the right. Dreibelbus on the right hip of A.J. Young. They will give it to Dreibelbus up the middle, lowers his shoulder, and he's going to get to the 23, and we've got a flag. And I'm hoping right where they threw this, it could be a face mask but it might be a hold. We'll see. Eh, we might have a, yep. So they're going to say it was like a horse collar block, I think. They're going to say one of the Worcester. Oh, no, they're going to say it was Lex. They're saying one of the Lexington linemen reached over a general and pulled him back from the top of his uh, shoulder pads there. So a big holding penalty. That sets the Minutemen back to the 33. On the Worcester side of the field, 2.02 to go. Clock begins to run now on the whistle. Fogel off by himself to the right. Three wide receivers to the left. 
A.J. Young in the shotgun, first and 15, takes the snap and rolls right, throws right. He's got a man in, it's Braden Fogle. It was a wide throw, incomplete, but Fogle was held. And we're going to see if they call it holding or pass interference. If it's pass interference, it's a free first down, and the Minutemen will have it down to the near the 20. Uh, hopefully it's on Worcester. The only question is, are they going to call a hold or a pass interference? Pass interference, and Braden Fogle draws another one. <laughs> oh, I wish I, I should be keeping track of how many he gets. That's probably five this year. Yeah. Maybe three tonight. Five or six on the year, and it, I think he's gotten three pass interferences drawn tonight. Here we go. Well, there's your first down. In the red zone, Minutemen recover from their own penalty and get one back. They're down to the 18-yard line. They'll send three wide receivers off to the left. It's Wyndham, Crago, and Carter Wilson. Fogle off by himself to the right, first and 10 from the 18. A.J. Young takes the snap and runs off the left side. He's got a little bit of room, and he's going to get to the 16-yard line, a gain of two. Second and eight coming up, 1.37 to go. Clock is rolling. Minutemen kind of taking their time here, which is okay. They've got two timeouts left. You don't want to give Worcester any time. If, they, if the Minutemen were to score here, you don't want Worcester to have any time to score. I try to get this thing to overtime. Three wide receivers off to the right this time. Fogle by himself to the left. A.J. Young in the shotgun. Second and eight from the 16. Takes the snap. Pitches it out left to Carter Newman. He's going to get to the 15, and he gets one yard, and he stopped there. And now we've got a timeout. Lexington. It'll be their second timeout. They've got one left with 102 to go. 21 to 14. Worcester in the lead. Lex has it at the Worcester 15-yard line, third and seven. And Mr. Seacrest just popped his head into the press box here and asked Nick, do you go for two if you score? I'll leave it to you, Nick. I say no. <laughs> I say no. Well, yeah, I I don't know. It, it, it depends on how much time is left, if there's any at all. If there's no time left is, at all, yeah, you might as well go for it. Well... They got a score first, and here we go. Third and seven out of the timeout from the 15. A.J. Young in the shotgun, three wide to the right, one to the left. Dreibelbiss on his right hip. A.J. Young takes the snap and rolls right, throws right to the end zone. It is tipped and incomplete down at the goal line. And now it is fourth down, and it all comes down to this. It all comes down to this. After a scoreless game at halftime, both teams have opened up the scoring here in the second half. 21 to 14. Minutemen have scored all their points in the fourth quarter, and they did it in a three-minute span from about eight and a half minutes to go in the fourth to five and a half minutes to go in the fourth, and now they're trying to just at least get a first down here to keep the game going. Fourth and seven, here we go. Three wide to the right, one to the left, and a timeout is going to be taken by Worcester. And now they 
have one left. Each team has one timeout left. We will continue to keep it here. 56 seconds to go, but that's really a moot point right now. I, I think if, if you have one-on-one -on -one coverage with Fogel up top, you got to get to the sticks yep. and run that comeback because he, he's been open on those well, all night. Yeah, and you could even really try to throw it up to the end zone, but yeah. you got to put it in play and hope you get a penalty or maybe right. he can make exactly. a play. Exactly. It's really, this is not a running down, that's for sure. So we'll see what they draw up in the timeout. Mansfield senior leads 21 to 10 over New Philly. Still not a final, but I got to imagine that game is coming down to the end there. So it looks like senior high going to end that two-game losing streak. Ashland beat Mount Vernon 53 to 7, and West Holmes beat Madison 56 to nothing. Here we go out of the timeout. 21-14, Worcester on top. 56 seconds to go. Lexington has it fourth and seven at the Worcester 15. Two wide to the left, one to the right. A.J. Young in the pistol. He waits. He takes fourth and seven. Back to pass. And he throws it near side to the end zone. Braden Fogle. Touchdown, Minuteman. Braden Fogle holds it in. Double coverage doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, that ball is only where Fogel could get it. He goes right over the top of two Worcester defenders again. Now can I, it in. can I take the time? Can I take the time to say that I called it again? <laughs> I called the punt block. I called the, the jump ball to Braden Fogel. The kid just makes play after play. And the Minutemen are going to go for two. They're going to try to win this thing. 49 seconds left. 21 to 20. I would imagine they've been working on one play all year, and now it's time to break it out. They're going to go for the win. Well, I think and they're going to take a timeout. Yeah. Wow, man. Unbelievable turn of events. Minutemen have scored 20 points in the fourth well, quarter. It's incredible, the throw from A.J. I mean, yes. he was on the left hash, yep. and he threw it all the way across the field to the back right corner. And double, and there was double coverage. I mean, they rolled the, the, the corner, and then they rolled the safety over as well. But Fogel just so big and athletic, able to go up and go get it. And he ripped it from the Worcester defender again. He did. He did. I mean... It's just unbelievable, too, when he goes up for a jump ball, just oh. how much taller he is yeah. than everyone. It just he makes it look easy. And Ooh. he's got three and a half years left, Ooh. Nick. It's unbelievable. If you think this is good, you should see him on the basketball court. He's even better there. <laughs> sure. Most of you listening know that by now. Braden Fogel is going to be a sensation that takes over North Central Ohio for the next four years. Here we go. Lexington going to go for the win. A two-point conversion. A.J. Young's going to be in the pistol. Fogle all by himself. Wide to the right. Two wide receivers left. Two-point conversion. A.J. Young takes the snap. He's going to roll right. He's going to throw right. And Braden Fogle brought it in again. Braden Fogle did it again. The Minutemen have the lead. Thank you. 
I, I'm at a loss. I, I'm at a loss for words, man. This oh. is unbelievable. Ag again, double coverage. It doesn't matter. It, it wasn't anything special. It was literally a speed out right at the goal line. AJ had no blocking over to the right side, made a great throw to Fogel where only he could get it again. And he hauls it in. Unreal. That, that's a freshman. That's a freshman on the field. I've got to say, time plays. in my years of doing this, <laughs> it's probably recency bias having been four seconds ago, over three years ago, but this is up there and maybe takes oh, the cake over dude. the West Holmes comeback. Dude. This is unbelievable. And this one's big, too, because how many years has it been since Lexington has beat Worcester? Oh, it's been – I can't even remember. I, I, I can't even remember. <sighs> so the Lex kickoff team getting the crowd into it. Coach Saris up and down the sideline getting them into it. Still, this would And think about what this would do for your playoff hopes. Worcester oh, being a D2 absolutely. school. And they're 3-1. Yeah. They've yeah. already got a ton of points. You win this game, you get all of their points. And you remain undefeated in the conference. <laughs> Unbelievably, with a trip to Arlen Field next week against a struggling senior high team. A lot of time, a lot of things there can are, happen. There is time left, but A.J. Young going to kick it deep. 49 seconds to go. Sines takes it from his 10 to the 15 to the 20. He's got room. He breaks it free. He's actually loose. He's going down the far sideline, 40. He's to the 45, 50. He's to the 45. We've got a flag coming in, though, way back here, and that's going to come back, and that should be a spot foul. That's still going to set Worcester up with decent position, but it's going to come way back on the near side of the field here. Yeah, that was kind of scary there for a minute. I think it was – it's got to be holding. In or, the spot that they threw the flag, I don't see what other penalty it could be. Or a block in the back behind the play. Could definitely be that as well. Uh, who knows? And kickoffs what, are so wild. Well, and the big thing about that kickoff is that took 13 seconds off the clock. Personal foul on us. And they're going to call a – No explanation And they either. didn't turn on the mic. The, the referee's been mic'd up all night did not turn his microphone on to make that call. So we just know it was a personal foul. We don't know why. And that'll take Worcester all the way down to the 26. Well, that's an interesting time, too, to not have your microphone working. Well. Because I think a lot of people are just kind of looking around like, what happened? We. Wow, that's going to put Worcester Unreal. all the way down to the Lex 26-yard line with 36 seconds to go. They have one timeout. Lex has none. And an interesting game. Somehow managed to get more interesting. Here we go. First and 10, Snowbarger from the 26. Takes the snap. Give off the left side, Chamberlain. He's got room to the 25. They've got a hold down here on the near side to the 15. And it's going to come back. And not only that, but it kills more clock. So just on these two last plays, we've had 17 seconds run off the clock and two penalties, which you don't get to reset the clock after a penalty. Right. So, I mean, that's the best part about a penalty is 
They're really just killing clock by running downs that aren't mattering. Yep. And that'll push Worcester back. Oh, there's the mic. And now. there's yeah, the <laughs> microphone conveniently works all night until it's time to make a, a controversial call. <laughs> a call with 30 seconds left that the crowd doesn't agree with. But he was loud and clear on that one. Yeah, the left tackle, clear as day, had had all jersey. I think it was Dwyer. So I think they're the referees are discussing here, is the clock going to start on the whistle? It should. I don't right. know. Oh, no, it'll probably start. Well, the previous play was the kick return. So it'll probably start on the, yeah. And they did start Oh, wow. It. Here we go. Snowbarger in the pistol from the 37 now, takes the snap. He's going to throw. He's looking left. He's going to throw over the head of the receiver and into the sideline. Dwyer was in there and put all kinds of pressure on him. Also in there for the Minutemen was Royal Messervie. And now with 19 seconds left, it's second and 23 back at the 37. Well, in here, I mean, you just get, can't get beat deep, but you have to tackle. And there's been a couple yeah. times tackling has been an issue, so you, you got to make sure you just got to wrap up and keep them in bounds because Worcester only has one timeout left. So you tackle them in bound once. I mean, they're going to have yes. to use it. Here we go. 19 seconds left. Second and 23. Clock is stopped. Snowbarger with three wide to the right, one to the left. He's in the pistol from the 37. Takes the snap. He's going to roll right. Snowbarger looking right, throwing right. And it is almost picked off again by DJ Johnson. He's been there all night. And he's read that play perfectly twice now. Huh. <sighs> 14 seconds left now, and we are creeping up on 10 o'clock, heading into the night. I can tell you one thing. This game is not ending in a tie. No. Mathematically, it is impossible. <laughs> so in 14 seconds of game time, this one will be over, one way or another. The few Worcester fans that made the trip are on their feet. Lexington fans, I'm sure you can hear them. Third and 23 from the 37, Snowbarger in the pistol. Takes the snap, he rolls right again. He's gonna chuck it deep down to the end zone and it's incomplete! Down at the five. And once again, DJ Johnson in position and Bronson Morgan shoves him to the ground again. Well, and I don't know what, maybe a piece of grass, like a divot flew up and I thought they threw a flag oh. <laughs> because it was again like Nick said that was another push off to try to get open by the receiver here's the ball game and this is it six seconds left and fourth down so regardless of what happens here this is it barring a major penalty keep everything in front of you and tackle Wester might try to set up a hook and ladder here but these three D linemen they've been getting pressure Worcester does have a timeout Three wide receivers right, here's the ball game. One to the left, Snowbarger in the pistol. Takes the snap, he's back, he's back, he's looking, he's winding up and chucking it down the field to the end zone. It is broken up, and the Minutemen are gonna win it! The Minutemen beat Worcester! And they stay unbeaten in the OCC! Triple zero on the clock. It is over. They made it interesting, but the Minutemen get out of here with a win. Unbelievable.
Unbelievable. The celebration that is going to take place at Coach Saris's house tonight is one that I want to be there for. <laughs> He's 2-0 in the OCC. Whew. First year head coach, it's not too bad. Wow. You are one play away at Ontario from being 3-2 and two and undefeated in the OCC right now. Incredible, man. Minutemen win it, and they are going to get some enormous playoff points out of this from Worcester because Worcester has some good wins to their name. They're 3-2 and two now with this loss. But Lex will get those three wins onto their resume from Worcester along with the win last week against Mount Vernon and this win. And the student section for the second week in a row gets to storm the field and celebrate with the players. This is incredible. First time since we've been around that Lex has taken down Worcester. First time since we've been in the press box, I should say. Oh, feels good. Feels good. Hills Heisman, Braden Fogel. Got to be Braden Fogel. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be. The kid just balled out tonight. <sighs> In fact, Nick, pull up his stat line for me while I just listen to that student section. Yeah, I mean, Fogel only had four catches for 52 yards in the touchdown, but he had the touchdown to take, well, to tie it, well, to be down one, and then the two-point conversion to take the lead late in the game. Un Unreal, man. Unbelievable. Well, <laughs> this is just unbelievable. I'm just soaking yeah, in the celebration, I, to be I honest. I love it. I mean, growing up as, I mean, being a Lexington alum, it's always, it's always sweet to beat Worcester when you get the chance to. I mean, it is just. Well, the years have not been kind to Lexington when they play the Generals. There but this go. one almost in a way makes makes it makes all those years of bad calls by the referees, oh. blowout <laughs> losses to the generals. They almost got hosed on one here tonight. Whew. It almost makes all of that better that quickly. Unbelievable. Let's just take a 30-second break. And we'll come back with stats and final scores from around the area. Lexington a winner tonight with a thriller. They are 2-0 in the OCC. And they beat Worcester 22-21. Unbelievable. We'll be right back. Fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. 
This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Sorry for the delay. We are taking in the celebration here at Lexington. The Minutemen a winner tonight, 22-21. And Nick has, I should reintroduce ourselves, as it is now officially the fearthevillage.com postgame show brought to you by BP Electric. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. And Nick has all of the final stats tonight. Nick? Yeah, I mean, just a flurry of offense in that second half. All points of the game, all 43 of them were scored in that second half. Uh... Like Corey said, Minutemen, 22-21 victory over the Worcester Generals. Uh, great feeling whenever you can beat Worcester, especially at home in front of these fans. Uh, let's see here, some quick stats. Total offense, Worcester, they, I mean, they dominated offensively. 360 yards of total offense to the Minutemen's 188. 183 yards passing through the uh, four Worcester. Uh, Snowbarger able to 14 of 29. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. A.J. Young, 10 of 21. Only 98 yards, but had the one touchdown to win it and the two-point conversion to take the lead and really seal it off. Rushing on the ground, the Generals 177 yards on 30 attempts. Minutemen with 90, 90 yards on 30 attempts as well. Uh, penalties came to be crucial down the line. A big pass interference call on, uh, that Braden Vogel was able to cause in the end zone to put the Minutemen in scoring position to take the lead. Uh, punting. Uh, the Minutemen had five punts for 36.4-yard average. The Worcester Generals, three punts for 22.3-yards average. Time of possession, uh, the Worcester Generals outweighed the Minutemen 25 minutes and 14 seconds to 22 minutes and 46 seconds. Uh, Worcester, 21 first downs to Minutemen's 12. But at the end of the day, A.J. Young able to make the plays at the end, did it on the ground as well. He had 13 carries for 32 yards and a touchdown. Carter Newman, good to see him back on the field. Eight carries for 36 yards, four and a half yard, uh, four and a half yard average. But the Hills, Hills Heisman tonight, Braden Fogel, man, four catches for 52 yards in the touchdown. But he did more than just receiving. He calls the big, the big uh, pass interference call in the end zone to put the Minutemen in scoring position for AJ to punch yep. it in from one yard out. I mean, the, the kid, we see it every week. He, I mean, he's just special. You can roll single coverage to him, he's going to beat you. You roll double coverage to him, he's going to beat you still. I mean, it's just incredible what we've seen what we've seen from the freshmen. And uh, it's great to see the Minutemen get a victory here and go 2-0 and in the conference to start. Unreal. Unbelievable. Uh, I, for one, say party at Nick's house yeah. after the game tonight. Sure. This is You're my neighbor, so we can have a group party. As far as high school victories go, this is – it's not going to get a whole lot better than this no. at Lexington. No. Uh, I mean, this is – Beating Worcester is different. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. This is this is incredible. Uh, the Band of Gold down on the field to do their post-game show uh, presentation. So that's always fun to have in the background after the game. As we go through the post-game show here, we'll get you some scores from around the area. We'll start with the OCC. It was Ashland 53, Mount Vernon 7, West Holmes 56, Madison 0, and Mansfield Senior at last check was up 21 to 10 at New Philly. I'm sure if that game has not gone final, uh, it will be shortly. There can't be much time left in that one. So it looks like Senior High going to get off their two-game losing streak and uh, get 
back above 500 with a win at New Philly, a place that we will go here in three weeks, I believe, if I can remember the schedule correctly. That quickly off the top of my head. So Lexington right now going to be 2-0 and with West Holmes. And that is it. Those are the only two undefeated teams in the OCC right now in conference play, Lexington and West Holmes. Isn't that wild? That's that's good company there. And these two, and West Holmes and Lex will take place. Uh, they'll they'll go head to head in weeks. two weeks. Two weeks, right here. We go to Arlen Field next weekend, and back here for West Holmes, and then go out to New Philly for our inaugural football trip out to New Philly. Over to the Moac, we've got uh, tons of finals here. It was Highland forty-five, Pleasant six, Shelby thirty-three, Marion Harding three, Clear Fork thirty-six, Galleon ten. River Valley, 48, Ontario, 34. Over to the Northern 10. It was Cary, 48, Buckeye Central, 7, Upper Sandusky, 54, Bucyrus, 21, Colonel Crawford, 42, Seneca East, nothing, Mohawk beat Winford on the road at 12 to 8. Crestview stays unbeaten at 5 and 0. They beat Monroeville, 48 to 6. Western Reserve beats Plymouth, 49 to 29. East Knox in the K-Mac. Beats Cardington 14-7. Centerburg over Loudonville 28-21. It was Danville giving Northmore their first loss of the year. The Blue Devils beat the Golden Knights 32-7. And it was Fredericktown 43 and Mount Gilead 22. A couple other scores of note. Willard again putting up numbers. This is a <sighs> low. Insane, man. This is a low score for Willard it, this year. They lead Lakota right now, forty-one to thirty-one. Have you been watching that quarterback play out there? It's, it's unbelievable. It's unreal. So it's funny. My barber is his brother, and he's, <laughs> he he said he really came on the scene this season. He's only he's only a junior. Well, Willard has they've won five games in the last five years. It's it's and insane. They're, they're going to win their fourth game this season tonight. I mean, th this kid is breaking Charlie Fry records out there. It's Unreal. crazy. Magador beat Lucas eighteen to fourteen. Lucas playing that ever so tough schedule and taking a few lumps this year. Edison 34, Norwalk nothing, Hillsdale 47, Chippewa 14, Ridgemont 24, Ridgedale uh, 0, Cuyahoga Valley Christian 36, Triway 6, and Waynesfield Goshen 49, and Marion Elgin 12. Here tonight at Lexington, it was an absolute thriller. We are so happy to have you all along with us and so pleased uh, that Every week we get to bring you all the action, win or lose, the best way we know how. And tonight we hope we kept you on the edge of your seat because we certainly were. And this was an unbelievable one. This was an all-timer uh, for us anyway on fearthevillage.com. Lexington wins it tonight, a thriller, 22-21. to Thank you to Rachel Lazier now, the newly married. Um, Rachel Lazier got... Some pretty good pictures for us down on the sideline tonight. Kayla Durbin, as always, did a great job and did not get run over by Braden Fogle. She, she was moved. Close. <laughs> she moved like I've never seen her move before. For someone who complains about their knees so much at the age of 28, Kayla Durbin could have ran a marathon tonight, and she probably could have beat Usain Bolt in a 100-meter dash the way she got out of the way of Braden Fogle on the sideline. So good job. Uh, Kayla, and uh, you can check out all of her hard work, exclusive uh, content on 
Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at VSBN Radio on those platforms. Follow our uh, Facebook group page, Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network. And a special thank you also to my broadcast partner, Nick Lazier. Great to have you back. This was a good time to make uh, another appearance this year. It's, yeah, it felt good to be back. So uh, thank you to him for getting stats tonight and uh, keeping me company up here and bringing you great hey, color commentary. We got to do the pickle juice, I'm telling you. It'll it's make the, millions. Yep, the pickle juice business. We'll start it and... High school kids around the country will buy it, and then it will magically cure them of their cramps. Who needs Gatorade when you can drink pickle juice? I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm speechless. <laughs> one final time, I'm Corey Durbin saying, Lexington a winner and one of the all-time thrillers, I would say, in the school's history, just given the fact that it was Worcester. And the Minutemen scored 22 in the fourth quarter to win it after scoring zero the first three and a half quarters of the game. And it was an awesome one tonight. Lexington gets off the losing schneid to Worcester. They win it 22-21. Corey Durbin saying farewell until next weekend. We are at Arlen Field where the Minutemen will try to break that losing streak against the TY Tigers Always special to call a game at Arlen Field, and we can't wait to be there with you. 6.40 pregame time next week, and we hope to have you with us next week. Appreciate you all listening, and have a great weekend, everybody.